up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the latest episode of the Never Been Done Podcast. And I don't know what episode this is, and I don't even know what day of the week it is. So, welcome to the show. We're going to dive a little crazy into some Rob Zombie tonight. But before we do, how's it going, gentlemen? Pretty solid. Going good. It's fine. We got Nick as our guest this evening, right? Yeah, we got special guests. Little dicky trickles. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Little trickles in the house. Bringing in a special guest. Talk about a little skateboarding lore this evening. A little bit of, little, little bit of the four wheels on the, on the board. True that. So I thought we'd bring him in. And his favorite, uh, I hear your favorite director is Rob Zombie, Nick. Is that true? Um, I don't. I mean, yes, I would, I, his movies are definitely my favorite horror movies. If I, you know, if I had to choose, I'm not really too good with the directors, but his movies are definitely my favorite. Cool. Well, it's good to have you, man. Appreciate it. I'm excited to talk about a little bit about skateboarding and some Rob Zombie. How's the week going, gentlemen? I mean, pretty, okay, I guess. Pretty good. I went to the doctor today. Yeah. Yeah. They cut your foreskin out finally. Nah. <laughs> No, I don't think they're going to do that. I always hope for that. You know, plus I'd probably have to pay for it, and I would never want to do that either, so, you I'll, know. I'll pay for it. Nah, I mean, I kind of want it. We can it's like a, a piece of me. We can you, start a GoFundMe. You can put it in a little jar, a little I mean, vial. It's, it's aged quite nicely, too, so, I mean, I You can put it in, like, a little, little, like, a film canister, but, like, the clear ones, little vial thing. You can make hot sauce out of it. You can name it. Ooh, it could be a pet. A little Billy Jean. Billie Jean, Tyler's foreskin. Could they like <laughs> wear around surgically put it over my butthole so it's like I have two holes? Wait, what? Hey, you mean like they a put a flap? <laughs> like, a like I flap? still want it to be like a ring, like a second ring around my anus. You'd have to poke another hole. So you'd have like a butthole tunnel. Are you saying you would like put it in the middle and cut it into two holes? What? No, I want it over my first hole. So like a po- butthole, and then poke two holes in that. So it's like my turds will hang there longer because it's coming out of like... A smaller hole? No, I'm adding to the hole. Never mind. You're making it longer like a tube? Yes. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like a like a tiny tube sock over my asshole. How would you wipe that? I will get a bidet. <laughs> How are you going to get in it, though? <laughs> I'll make sure the bidet is at an angle that properly cleans... My anal foreskin. <laughs> Doesn't seem like... I think the whole point of this is to get rid of your foreskin, because it's unclean. <laughs> and that sounds like it's going to be dirtier than... No, nah, it still needs to be a part of me, though. Yeah, like I said, put a little vial around your neck. That's a good idea. Kieran, like Angelina Jolie used to do with What's-His-Name's Blood. Yeah, Billy Bob. Yeah. Could be your good luck charm. Little Billy Jack's... Little Billy Jack around your neck. Billy Jack's name your foreskin. I could wear it like a toe <laughs> ring. Mm. No, just like around my big toe. Like a vial with a chain around your neck, but like it's part of you. Like this is my illegitimate. This would be a pretty cool idea for like if there's a a next human centipede or something. There's something there. Or you just hold on to it like stem cells, and like if you ever like tear your ACL or rotator cuff, they can inject foreskin cells into that area to help regrow those tendons. Like like. Or you could, you could keep your DNA and clone yourself. 
This is my. I could clone my foreskin this and just is have my, like a box of foreskins and is, throw them at people. <laughs> this is my clone. Driving Billy down Jack. the street, I cloned him from my foreskin. <laughs> I, think, I could start a foreskin farm. Would it, would it be like multiplicity? But like you jump straight ahead to the one that's like the le- like the really ridiculous one with like, the least smart of the group. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say. What I would I normally would say. If settled, I'm gonna start farming foreskin. <laughs> Doesn't seem super productive, but okay. We did get a comment earlier this week. I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "Your guys's podcast is pretty funny," but like, I can't like let my friends listen to it, and I'm not sure if I want to tell them about it because like sometimes you guys are kind of like racy, and I was like, "Did you mean racist?" And I, she's like, "No, racy," and I was like. Racist, <laughs> racy like we we just we we talk about some gnarly shit. See me, right? and I was like, already or, or crossed the line. Yeah, we like, we cross many lines. And right? I was like, racist. I was like, Tom's Asian. It's okay to talk to Tom like the way we talk to Tom. That's okay. Like he's Asian. He gets it. Yeah. So when I, I say I don't like Asians. It's fine because Tom's Asian. I don't think that. I think it's okay for Tom to say that, not necessarily for you. Oh, well. Isn't that how that works? No. Pretty sure it is. No, if he's okay with it, it's cool. Tom held my eyes back like I was Asian once, so I'm, I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm part of that culture. <laughs> I mean, okay. I eat with chopsticks, but that doesn't make me feel like... You do not. I can. I have. In the past. Not like in always, but you know. Wow, that got quiet. I think I'm going to start <laughs> eating everything with chopsticks. I do. Sweet. I do eat everything with chopsticks. Have you ever eaten cereal with chopsticks? I was just going to say that. Uh, that sounds difficult. It's not. You just you drink the milk and then you like pick up the pieces oh, yeah. of cereal with the chopsticks. I do it. Ooh, I just came up with an idea. When I don't want to do dishes, I do it. What if the chopsticks were also straws? So you could take a sip of milk and no, the chopsticks and the, then... Just hold the cereal bowl and then like sip on it. Like it's, I'm just like trying to invent something, something, dude. I do it. All the time when I don't want to do dishes. Or you could just chop straws. Eat Cheerios. I then... eat cereal with chopsticks all the time. Like, this not... I'm not even... Like, That's strange. What about... It's the... not. I just didn't want to do s- dishes to, like, wash spoons, so I just, like... What about pizza? Eat the pieces of the cereal with the chopsticks, then drink the milk. Hmm. It's not that hard. It's pretty, like... It's pretty simple. I'm pretty good with chopsticks. I'm not... That's weird. You used to be a sushi chef. You think that'd be? Something I can weird? eat sushi with chopsticks, but other stuff, not really. Hmm. But still, I'd, I'd still rather eat sushi with my fingers. But if you had something that's like a whole steak, or and you don't have a knife, you can't. I mean, I guess you could pick it up with chopsticks and take bites of it. <laughs> it'd be so heavy though. You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I, I guess you could stab it and just eat it off the stomach. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, if it was a tomahawk steak, you can't pick that fucking thing up with chopsticks. There's no way. Hey, what's the difference? It's like a it's like a 20-ounce steak, and it has a big bone on it. You could pick it up by the bone, though, and just like... Yeah, yeah there you go. Okay, so that reminds me. this That comment about the tomahawk steak reminds me of this new band that Connor told me about this week. Or, well, last week. Actually, CBS, too. Have you guys heard of The Who? And I don't want to say, like, oh, oh everybody's heard of the fucking Who. Yeah, like, not, not, w- not, not WHO Who. Like, no. Who, as in HU, they're this Mongolian fucking biker metal band.
Oh, this band you showed us at the party, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was awesome. Yeah. And it's that also in... Uh, awesome. It's also in... I was re-watching Skate Parts this morning, and it's in David Gravett's part as his song. Oh, seriously? What, yeah. The creature, like the last individual oh, just part, part he had. Oh, really? It's I'll in that. That's Because awesome. I, I was watching old thrasher parts and I was like oh shit I know this song <laughs> but they just played Riot Fest and he wa- like he said he was sending me pictures of him and they, he said that they were like even better live than he'd ever hoped so that's pretty fucking cool because like we watched some live footage of yeah, them, the but they're, they're a Mongolian fucking throat throat singing metal band they're like they're like but they're fucking great they're very you hear that song and it kind of reminds you of Do Host a little bit kind but of, just different kind of but better I think you're just thinking more like the throat, back yeah, of the throat yeah. singing. Yeah. Well, it sounds like. That's sounds kind of right, actually. That was me, Garland, Tyler's fucking foreskin. <laughs> I'd not have that happen anymore. That's, uh, that's why I want him to get rid of it. It'd be easier to. <laughs> gross. <laughs> he closes. So he gross. closes his eyes and pretends it's a woman. <laughs> What that doesn't what <laughs> doesn't make it better? I don't know what you're talking about. Gargling. Yeah, that was weird. Then weird that he didn't know or weird that never mind. Should we chat some news? Uh, that's probably a good idea. Some news? I'm not doing the news tonight, so you have to say I the, got all the news. You have to say the thing. <laughs> no, you gotta say what's in the news and then do that. What's in the news? Then do that. <laughs> so this was just something I wanted to talk about, but but you didn't actually see it because you left the room, and I don't know if you've seen it. Who's you? Um, you, Josh. You left the oh. room when we started the Shia LaBeouf Hot Ones. Ah, uh, yeah. But. The reason I wanted to talk about it, because this is all over movie news now because of his Hot Ones episode, is there were all these rumors that he knocked Tom Hardy out on the set of Lawless many years ago, like six years ago, seven years ago, whatever. I've also also seen that rumor as well. He cleared it up on Hot Ones today, and it's floating around everywhere. But he said they they would have like random wrestling matches like on set, like just surprise... One or the other, kind of like Pink Panther Kato style, just like creep up and just start attacking the other person. <laughs> okay. So Tom Hardy like snuck into his, in his room, and his girlfriend was in town and they were like boning. He didn't say they were boning, but he's like, I was naked and my girl was here. And Tom Hardy like just picked him up like on his shoulders, like when he was naked and they just started like fucking wrestling. But Tom Hardy got knocked out because they were, like, in the hallway, and Tom Hardy, like, fell down the stairs (laughs) (laughs) while this was happening. And that's how he got knocked out. But Tom Hardy, you know, came to and was like, I'm just going to tell people you knocked me out. Didn't it say, like, Tom Hardy? (laughs) So that no one knows we were fucking wrestling and we were fucking naked. (laughs) so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's pretty funny. It's another point in both of their corners of why I like both of them. Yeah, just sneaking up on each other, like... Well, that, and then, like, Tom Hardy's like, I'm just going to tell people you knocked me the fuck out. So, like, that makes him cool, and Shia LaBeouf's like... And the funniest part of that is it was... He was training... He was already training to be Bane after that, so he was huge. 
Jesus. So the fact that people believed it anyway was like ludicrous. What can you do? But it's hilarious, and he cleared it up. So, did you guys know that Abraham Lincoln was a professional wrestler, and he actually what he wrestled like four hundred ninety-seven matches and only lost one. Like, in, and like he's uh-uh. in, he's in the wrestling hall of fame. They Abe Lincoln, like on, the president. Like, yeah. What? It's they like talk about that on Sofa King or what? No, I like saw it on like internet the other day. I was doing some like research on some other shit. That's a lot of matches. I, I mean, know, like a ten-year career. I know no, in the old days, what did you have to do? There was no Netflix. There you was just, no. You Netflix. just had like six <laughs> matches a day. It's just like what the fuck <laughs> you gonna do? Drink whiskey, like punch your fucking punch your dog and like wrestle the neighbor. I was going to say sister, punch your sister. And I was going to say that too, but I'm trying, I'm trying to be more PC since we like, we're borderline. Don't think that's, I mean, this from the beginning where that's fine. When did professional wrestling start? Like when, how many matches do you think he had before they started? When did people start getting paid to do, to fight, fight in public? That's professional wrestling, bro. So yeah, like yeah, probably cool. like even before the the Mandingo days. So how, they, many, how many matches do you think he had before they started actually taking a record of it? Does it matter? Dave fucking Lincoln. He <laughs> fought zombies or what? Vampires? Yeah. Vampires? It was vampires. Vampires. Same thing. Well, probably both actually, but yeah. Well, I guess I know who my vampires is. Only a movie about vampire hunter. Abe Lincoln. Freaking awesome. What's next to T. Wyler? Um, Ad Astra, which I really want to see, is 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good for a sci-fi movie. I watched a... This is like... This is Brad Pitt thing, but not like Ad Astra. But like, I don't know why I watched it last night, but I was laying in bed watching fucking random videos, and there was a video of Brad Pitt on The Ellen Show, but he was just like sitting in the audience, and it was just like... She's like, oh, welcome to the show. Like, and like people were being all crazy, and like she genuinely didn't... It genuinely looked like she was like was unprepared for him to be there. Like she couldn't see. Like, it was like he was like towards the back row, and she's like, "What's going on?" And people like, "What?" Oh, and she like kind of watched like, "Like Brad, what are you doing here?" He's like, "I'm just a really big fan of the show," and he's, <laughs> and he's just like sitting in the crowd and like as she's doing things, he's just sitting there and then he's like, uh, "Ellen, Ellen, are you gonna do that one thing?" And he like keeps asking her questions, interrupting her and shit. And then like the guy from uh, Will and Grace. The boyfriend of Will is, and he's like, "Well, you know what? Brad Pitt's here." Like, and they like switch places and becomes a thing. But it was like, just I don't know Brad Pitt's a fucking hilarious motherfucker, and they talk about once upon, once upon a time in Hollywood and stuff. But I was just, I was, I was actually laughing. I don't watch Ellen. It's like on the middle of the day when I'm actually working and being an adult. But I was like, that shit's some pretty. That's pretty fucking funny. Because even Ellen. And they actually talk shit to each other. She's like, you know, the first time we met, he's like, yeah, you, we were at this party together and you were hitting on my girlfriend. And she's like, I think I actually dated one of your girlfriends, too. And they were, like, talking shit to each other. It was pretty fucking good. And he's like, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Like, <laughs> so I was like, eh. Well, sometime before he dies, our guest Nick is going to be Ellen for Halloween because they look so similar. That's true. That's why I brought it up, actually. I actually did see that today. I didn't see the whole episode, but I saw that Brad Pitt was in the audience. I keep up with my Ellen, you know? Nice. I would hope so. You guys are twins. It's true. So I guess we've already really talked about French Dispatch, so we don't really need to. We did, but we didn't. But, like, that's the new Wes Anderson movie, and... They, what about it? There's just a no? shit ton more cast members. So they released, like, supposedly... I, 
I we I thought we said on on the show that I don't think we talked about it on the show. But, but that but no, we did. But the name was called French Dispatch. Mm-hmm. But like the, I guess I released Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton. Who else? Adrian Brody, Kate Winslet, Benicio del Toro, Owen Wilson, Francis McDormand, Jason Schwartzman, Christoph Waltz, Elizabeth Moss. She's like everybody from everything else, but Timothy that's cool. Timothy Chalamet, and then I'm going to pronounce this properly, Sorsha Ronan. Damn, good job. Suck on huh. that. You've also done that before as well. I have. You nailed it like a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. She owes me a... At least a booty pick or something. Yeah, some, like, <laughs> I would say. I was talking to somebody. I'm not going to give them a shout-out because they were trying to give me tips on how to run this podcast. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I'm not giving them a shout-out, but they do live in San Francisco. And they were like, I'm going to sing they. I'm just saying, though. They're like, you guys know a lot about a lot of things and then they started talking about like movies and so I was like yeah I'm just like a big 80s movie fan like I love 80s movies and everybody says that they're a fan of 80s movies like everybody's like oh I love 80s movies I was like have you seen Real Genius and they're like no I was like have you seen um, War Games like no I was like like, I was literally at the time watching um, Lost Boys and they're like do you just just, do you have a list right there or you just I'm like no I just love fucking 80s movies it's my shit so Shout out to that person. They know who they are. So they've listened to four episodes now. They did listen to the solo episode. I don't. I was like, do yourself a favor and don't listen to that one. And they're like, well, that's the first one. Of course one. they're going to listen to it when you say that. Yeah. Yeah. But then they were just like, it just like, it's so funny, but it's so terrible at the same time. And I was like, I don't remember the funny part. I just remember the terrible part. Oh, so there you go. I was like, well, just d- dig a little deeper. It's gonna get it's gonna get more terrible. The Russo brothers are going to receive the Publicist Motion Picture Showman Award for their impact in cinema and being two of the most exciting innovators in the film industry. I don't know what that award entails, but it sounds serious. It does sound serious. Good for them. Yeah. Better them than James Cameron. Are they like? Are they twins? <laughs> or are they just like? No, I think they're some years apart. Uh. Yeah. Um, movie Pass is dead. I don't know if we ever talked about that. <laughs> Not that it matters. But We've talked about Movie Pass like so many times, but it's always like maybe it's not dead. Maybe it is dead. It's now dead. Like dead, dead. Officially tomorrow, it's dead. So what if somebody has oh. it? So it's like it, it doesn't matter. It's it's done. So they like if I, if I bought it yesterday, like I'm fucked. Yeah. Those people fuck. We need to do that. Go buy it tonight. Past mm-hmm. movies. Let's call it past movies and just do the That's same a thing. But then terrible idea. Steal everybody's money and then it's like, like oh, we're going under. Fuck it. I just couldn't believe that was a thing. Yeah. It's most like, ridiculous. Oh, $10 a month and you get to go see whatever you want. It's like, what? Yeah. No, that sounds ridiculous. ridiculous. Like, how is that possible? Even one movie costs more than $10. But, and then Adam had it and he was using it all the fucking time. And I'm like, what? How would the app even make money or whoever started that? Well, that's the problem, yeah. Or how would anyone make money? And speaking of Adam, my favorite thing is that Nick's on the podcast before Adam is because Adam's never going to be on the podcast. I didn't say anything to him because I know he's going to be pretty upset. He won't be. <laughs> He said, I don't want to be your fucking podcast anyway. You guys are fucking assholes. I also didn't find out until like three hours ago that I was going to be here. That's not true, because we talked about it this morning, and he's like... Oh, yeah, I guess three hours was... I was already here. 
<laughs> so fuck you, Adam. Christian Bale <laughs> approves of Robert Pattinson as Batman. I can do too. He's got the jaw. The more I've watched like some of his indie movies in the last like four years, I'm kind of like, I can see why he could do it, but I'm still kind of like, eh. I do want to see that new movie he's in called The Lighthouse, though, with Willem Dafoe. That shit looks fucking crazy. I don't think it'll come here, but... You don't? It looks super, super indie, like, low budget. Like, I don't know if we'll get it. I don't know. But it's, like, all black and white. Like, these two dudes run a lighthouse and some shit goes down or something. Hmm. The trailer looks cool. When is it supposed to be released? I think, like, this week or next week or something like it's, that. It's, like, it's already, like... Oscar talk shit. That's supposed to be incredible. Yeah. Huh. And it's called Lighthouse? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think I've ever even heard of that before. Yeah, it's like... I think it I think it might have been released at some film festivals oh, okay. earlier this year and maybe late last year, and it got a ton of hype. So, hmm. yeah. All right. What else we got? We got... I'm super psyched on Dr. Sleep. Did you guys see that new trailer? Nick and I just watched it. I did. I saw it the I went and saw it too last night and then oh, was the it trailer was yeah. Enough? I'm kind of I just can't Oh, I just can't get behind Ewan McGregor. The guy bugs the fuck out of me. He bugs the fuck out of me too, but I think this is like maybe a role he won't bug me in. We'll see, man. I mean uh, we'll fucking see. I don't know. Because I here's my issue with it. Um, if you've read The Shining, then the the book is a lot different than Stanley Kubrick's version movie version. So then, like, the talk is Doctor Sleep is supposed to be more in line with the the novels because it's based on the Doctor Sleep novel. So like, it's gonna be there's not it's not gonna line up. Right, the two things won't match. As much as this is supposed to, because like Stephen King, when he wrote The Shining, right, was like it's a lot. Stanley Kubrick, like that shit doesn't line up. Like they were like they were at, at odds with one another when that shit was made. So I'm curious how they're going to do that because it's supposed to be well, it's supposed to be the, pre- sequel. the following. The well, it's supposed to be a sequel to The Shining. So it's right. like how you know I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious huh. how they're going to do it. But and I also Ewan McGregor bugs the fuck out of me for some reason. Maybe just because like he's supposed to be Obi, he was Obi Wan, and I just such garbage. I don't even think I can watch the Obi Wan show when it comes out. Yeah, that might be all right. Yeah. He's old enough now to play the part. Yeah, he'll, he'll be all right. He's boring enough to play the part. <laughs> well, hopefully, he does some exciting, some exciting stuff on the planet. What are you looking for, Tyler? I'm playing the next Rob Zombie movie. Uh, oh, one's over. You're the news guy. You can't, like, stop. The last piece of news that I have is that there's a rumor floating around that John Favreau wants to make a new Star Wars holiday special for Disney+. Plus. Fuck yeah. Which would be awesome. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Man. I mean, now probably. But if he's going to do it bad on purpose, that'd be freaking great. But no, 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 no. It would be awesome. I think it would be great. But if we can get Mark Hamill to be wasted for it, that would, would be great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man. That's what I'm hoping for. 
I, well, are you put like streaming things on my computer? They're gonna put viruses on there. No, you have antivirus software. You're fine. Oh, you motherfucker. You're fine, dude. I don't do anything on my computer that's gonna like. I'm gonna leave gay porn playing when I actually leave tonight. So he might wake up to it if he gets a virus, just a gay porn virus. Yeah, and, and then you're gonna be like, "Am I?" I gay? do have antivirus software, but that shit's not like it doesn't. It's fine. I've used these websites. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why I've had your identity stolen seven times. I haven't. Petrie McDougal. No one wants my identity. Not anymore. Now they fucking ruined your <laughs> life. Jeez. I know. I'm glad I'm not your beneficiary anymore. Thank God. It's so crazy. No, I hope to take <laughs> Fuck. My life's over. Dude, it's fine. My life's over. It's fine. Thanks a lot. It's ruined my life. It's fine. So, a little bit of news that I found that um, they're supposed to be in the Rise of Skywalker. The leak is that Leia... They, they actually answer the question of, like, why she never did Jedi training with Luke, and there's supposed to be a bunch of flashback scenes of her training, Jedi training with Luke, and she actually has her own lightsaber, and the reason she quits Jedi training is because she becomes pregnant with Kylo. And then it there's supposed to be some scenes of her training, like, helping Rey tra- like fin- finish Rey's training and, like, um, translate some of the ancient, ancient Jedi texts. Because she knows some of the stuff. So that's supposed to be a part of this shit. So in the theory, she's going to be the one that irons out the idea that Ray just has all the magic power she needs. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Right, that. So is it like an, it like flashbacks of younger Leia and they're just going to like younger Leia and crazy Leia. animate it super good or what? Yeah, that's what they're supposed to they're supposed, Like they did at they, the end of Rogue One? They are supposed to be younger Leia, younger Luke. Like flashback shit of them training together when they're younger, so... Which I mean, I think at this point the shit's good enough that they could they can do it. But abilities there for sure. And as far as like, I don't know. I guess film wise, they could they put Grand Moff Tarkin in fucking. Oh no, he like, looks great. Well, like, he, no doubt he looked animated as fuck. But no, he looked good. As soon as as soon as you turn the camera, and you see his reflection. I thought that's all we were gonna get. And then he like turns around too. And I was I was pretty impressed. It's getting better. Like it's getting to the point where it's gonna be flawless. I feel like. Oh, at some point, yeah. You know, like, which I mean, is gonna be dangerous because at that point it's like, well, what do you need the fucking actor for? You just need their voice. Exactly. <laughs> Since we're on the subject, before we start talking about Rob Zombie shit, Mark Hamill was the voice of Chucky in the new Child's Play. It right? is. And it was really good. Was it? It was. They, like, revamped Chucky's look. How did Audrey Plaza do? He doesn't look as creepy, which makes it creepier. Right. He looks more innocent. Well, like, Child's Play, you're talking about Child's Play, right? Because there's there's two different things, which is weird. Yeah. Because there's Child's Play, and there's the Chucky movies. Right. And while they're the same, they're not the same. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that's weird. The Child's Play movies were actually made, like, to try to be serious about it, right? Mm, the very and first then the Chucky one. ones were all just like, <laughs> like who cares? Let's it's just, just make like this the, fucking the, Chucky doll kill people. So, who so, owns what rights wise? So how does Audrey, Audrey Plaza do? She's good. Good question. Yeah. She's she, good. Even the little kid. The little kid is really good too. I was impressed with, you know, I, I went into that with no expectations. I was like, fuck, this is good. Hmm. So everyone should watch that. I will say this though. 
as a premise, it's fucking... I don't know how a fucking doll is powerful enough to, like, do anything evil to you, like... It's oh, it's more that he's a program in that one, because, like, takes over... It's like he's Alexa, and then just yeah, can control everything. It is. Like, that version of things versus the, I mean, the I creepy s- ghost spirit I don't know, version. I have enough, like, cl- mm. club devices in my home that, like, if something in my house came alive, I just... because you don't expect it. it. That's the whole thing. It's, it's to trick you. You'll be in the shower, yeah. and you're like, hey, Alexa... I do want- expect it. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I like, I'm always... Like, you might be okay, then. What if your Roomba just turns evil and... Just starts cleaning your house. That's like a great <laughs> idea for a horror movie, I think. Evil Roomba? Yeah. It just starts mm-hmm. vacuuming your house extra? Like, <laughs> like it just, it's just cleaning your carpet while it's like going to kill you? What's it going to kill you with? Nazi Roomba? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it just turns into like Hitler, like, Hitler You're Roomba. ruining my harbor floors. You're over vacuuming and steaming. <laughs> These are hard. These are vintage hardwood floors. You're the worst. We were best friends. It just friends. becomes like an intense taser, and it just electrocutes you. And it's or like, it's just like, oh, your fucking cat puked on the floor, so I'm gonna drive over it again, all over your house, and spread puke everywhere. Take that! What if all the Roombas can expand to be like full size, like eight foot tall robots? Then you're not gonna be able to get through doorways. So then you're fucking. There's circles. Like they're like. What if it could turn into a fucking evil droid? Your floor they is lava. Can. I don't know. <laughs> if Arnold taught us anything, it's compu- that robots are defeatable for sure, unless you're liquid metal. Even then. Even then with lava, I mean, you know. There you go. Point, point proven. <laughs> All right. Before we get on to this, pour some shots of tequila and let's get busy. Evil Rob Zombie. Woo! I'm excited oh, about there's this. One of the, I don't know how true this is because it's on a couple websites. And Where's Waldo has been found, you're right. No, that's something totally different. There's been like a lot of them actually. So uh there's this uh batch of and not, it's not even fan theory, it's like a rumor, I guess, that supposedly Disney's supposed to be talking to Denzel Washington to play Magneto in something from the X Men. I read that too. Isn't that bizarre? Unless it's like an animated movie, and in that case, go for it. Denzel's awesome. What a weird thing, right? I mean, you know, they cast, no offense, they cast a black girl as Ariel, so, I mean, they're kind of just I guess doing whatever they I want. No, really. Man. It's That's a little stupid because... It's a completely different, not, it's not just well, a black and white thing, it's a, it's a Jewish versus... I mean, exactly. Yeah. It's because Magneto was... Prison a, camps. He was in the, he was, in, he was at Auschwitz. So like it's like was, a whole other culture. Of people. A chi- he was a, like a Jewish child in Auschwitz. So see, not just a white dude. You're changing the backstory. So that's also something that's clear. Like, he looks at him being a mutant is the same as like persecution of the Jews. The way that he is, which good for him. Magneto was right. I, I, have, see a, his... I have actually literally have a shirt in my closet that says Magneto was right. <laughs> it's true. I could see his voice being good for that, though. Yeah, I mean, so me maybe too. it's just that. Maybe if it'll that's be the a case, animated yeah. series or something. But I don't know. What's his, what's his face does a fucking brilliant job as Magneto. Fassbender? Yeah. Fassbender oh, yeah, yeah, dude. He He's kills good. it. McKellen. Mm, old Magneto, sure. I, no. thought, I thought he was good as old Magneto. Yeah. yeah. Younger Magneto. I love me so some fucking Ian McKellen, but not as Magneto. Sorry. No? No. Mm. Did not like. I, I hate those X Men movies. They're fucking garbage to me. Mm. They're garbage. I don't even like fucking. Um, 
What's his face is Wolverine? John Picard? No, he's horrible. Hugh Jackman? There's not a single one of those characters I think that are good at what they did. Oh, oh, X2 was pretty good of the no. first three. I think they're all horrible. I wouldn't say horrible. I loved the X-Men when I was younger, and I just I think they're garbage. So. I think Framke Jansen was fine. As, I mean, Jean Grey, she did fine. I didn't like And Patrick Phoenix. Stewart's great. I watched it, and I'm like, nah. Patrick Stewart's kind of good. No, he's, that's he's, it. he's great. He does come at the head, though, so that's kind of a given. It's like, oh my god, let's pick the one bald white guy in the fucking <laughs> universe to be, like, in a wheelchair. He was dope in Logan, though. Oh, yeah. He was good in Logan. He was the best part of Logan. Everything else was like, meh. I don't mind Logan. Yeah, adamantium poisoning, like, seriously. Finally, adamantium is poisonous. Like, well, that's not the. That's only part of it, though. Like the the main part they. Uh, no, e seven dicks. The main the main reason that becomes a problem at all is because of all the corn syrup poisoning. Corn, was, corn syrup. Yes, poisoning? in the movie, the whole reason we're at the stupid farm in the middle of nowhere is to illuminate the idea that the corn syrup that's being used is being manipulated to read out the mutants and it's taking away like ending their abilities and killing them so yeah. the whole reason Logan is dying from lanamanthium poisoning is because he's been eating healing corn syrup factor, he's been eating fast food too much no the tainted corn syrup yes he's been eating fast food too much not the, well, I mean because yes. him living on that fucking farm in the middle of nowhere you can't tell me that the only thing he eats has fucking corn like it was being manipulated. Corn syrup in it, it was being manipulated. Garbage. That movie There's was a fucking whole dumb. Thread in that movie about yeah. that that they just totally leave out the actual answer. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. That movie's stupid. I'm not arguing that's for the it point. being good. I'm arguing for the point of what was killing him, not just being the adamantium. Yeah, it's like yeah, the adamantium is killing him. It's part of what's killing him. Yes, because his fucking healing factor was like healing himself from being poisoned by metal. But adamantium, working, yes. but adamantium is supposed to be better than basically titanium. And if anybody has, has had surgery or anything, they put titanium screws in your fucking body, and those people don't fucking die from that. So you want to tell me adamantium's killing you? Fuck off. And on top of that, on top of that, let's go back to even farther. Okay. Here's the other deal. That shit's supposed to weigh a shit ton. So if his fucking <laughs> mutant power starts to go, the guy's just going to stand up like, fuck, I'm heavy, I can't walk anymore. Actually, I fell down, I'm laying here because my fucking body weighs 7 million pounds. That's what would fucking happen. But so in, that's why that in the movie fucking- In the movie world, they, they, they deal with that with a batch of dialogue. Yeah. Same thing with Captain America's shield. They, Two don't, different they things. don't deal with it. Yeah, the batch of dialogue. In, in, in which, for which one? Captain America's Shield? It's in the first of it's in the uh an Adamantium. The first Avenger movie or the first Avenger movie. The Adamantium, you know what? I feel like there's they something don't. but I guess I don't remember. It's that. somebody who's so like mm. put dialogue in there to fucking correct shit and not yeah. just figure it out in your brain. They don't mm. do it in that. That's, and I watched that movie all by my fucking self and I was like, Mm, that's fucking stupid. Mm. That's why I hate that movie. Which one, Logan or X Men? All of it. Well, it's all part of the same problem, I guess. That's why they need to fucking scrap all of it and fucking make fucking Lee F. Schreiber Wolverine start from scratch. <laughs> Man, that's so not going to happen, but all right. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, so not going to happen. I'd put money on him be doing it before fucking uh, Hugh Jackman does it again. Oh, well, Jackman, at this point, it'd take a miracle for Jackman to actually do it or Ryan Reynolds to finally break his soul. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is the fucking man, so. That's what I'm saying. Could Ryan do it? I'm sure he could. The X Men clips in Deadpool are good. Just <laughs> funny. Why is this house so fucking big? 
where are all the actual X-Men? And they open the door, and I'll just like, <laughs> and they shut the door. That was pretty funny. But Wolverine, again, Wolverine wasn't there, so. No, no he wasn't. Cheers. Cheers. Huzzah. And also, did you guys see that Kevin Hart almost died? <coughs> yeah. He's in that car wreck. It's crazy. Did he, like, roll down a hill or something like that? Well, supposedly he, like, he knows about the Clintons, too, so they tried to kill him just like they killed Paul Walker and Chris Cornell and David Carradine and the dude from Lincoln Park. Dude, they were all jerking it. Come on. They Okay, again... They all knew about the Clinton Foundation and how they're fucking like selling children on this fucking sex market and all this kind of stuff. Good and like, it's a big deal. And they they saw that shit happen in third world countries, like the- and they were gonna spill the beans. And supposedly the brake lines were cut on that fucking car, and that's why he fucking died. It's like there's a lot of research and a lot of shit done. The Clintons are fucking well, murderous bastards. And you know what? This is gonna be the internet. Come kill me. I don't give a fuck. Not Bill. Oh, for sure, Bill. Cause you don't think dude, totally you don't, guilty. You don't think Bill's banging like underage getting, kids? If you're getting blowies in the White House, dude, you're definitely onto something. That's just normal, man. <laughs> he just got caught on that. Like all those motherfuckers do that. There's like so much shit on the internet about the, the Clintons being murderous bastards. I believe Hillary well, for Google sure. Google Clinton murder, and it's gonna be like. <laughs> Well, the day we were supposed to find out who was all in on that, there was two mass shootings in 24 hours in Texas. Right. And who's the dude that died? Yeah. In, who's the dude? Uh, Epstein. Or Epstein? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, oh, he hung himself. Bullshit. That guy's neck was fucking broken in half. Like, so you're saying everybody that apparently was, like, choking the chicken while choking their own neck to yeah. have a better orgasm. Yeah. They're all dead How is it weird the that they all die of the same shit? Well, I mean, Paul thought done, it was like a new fad. I don't know. Like, I've been wanting to try it too. I just haven't. <laughs> I think Kevin Hart. Don't, don't. The Clintons think, kill you. I think they were trying to kill Kevin Hart too. So There's I'm a saying. South Park episode in this somewhere. Yeah, we'll see how it comes. This season of South Park starts <laughs> soon, doesn't it? I bet there's oh, an episode about this shit. <laughs> there's a new fucking season of Always Sunny coming out. Like, oh, yeah. oh, it's like this week or next week. Oh, really? Yeah, it's. I'm excited yeah. about it. I listened to Charlie Day on fucking. Uh, Dak Shepard's podcast the other day, and like they were talking about like the writing and all that shit, and I'm like, I'm super fucking stoked on it. It's going to be fucking fantastic. Sweet. How could you not be stoked? Those guys never disappoint. <laughs> I could watch that show. I didn't know like the first front to back over and over what? and over and over. It's like Seinfeld to me. Like Dude, I can watch it nonstop. South Park just... episode of It's Always Sunny. When FX fucking greenlit that, when they were like, okay, here's the deal. We're going to let you guys make it. We're going to pay like for it to be made, but none of you are going to make any money. You're only going to get a percentage. And then like once the the show started making money, they're like, like Mac was the actual one. He's just like, dude, we, the, the, he went like, like Charlie talks about it. Like the, they go into this whole like thing, but like they sit down like him and Glenn, uh, what's his name? He plays, um, Dennis, like, like Mac is like like uh what's his what's his name uh, McElhenney uh Rob McElhenney Rob. and Glenn like, Howerton yeah they were just like dude like we're this is what we're gonna do and like Charlie's like whatever bro like I don't give a fuck I got three thousand dollars in the bank that's gonna pay my rent for a couple of weeks and a couple of ramens I'm good like I'm <laughs> so it's just like he's like I didn't care he's just like but like the way that it went down it's pretty fucking cool so like those guys were fucking hardworking motherfuckers and like. 
the way that they go about doing it. Like they shot it all themselves. They do all. It's pretty cool. And the fact that you could find the perfect role for Danny DeVito, because he was kind of like before he got on that show, I was like, "Yeah, this guy's done." <laughs> you know, for the most part, other than being in Tim Burton movies, like he's done. He's one of the best characters. He was, he was in that where that when in Rome movie with a uh, what's it? Dax's mm-hmm. wife, Kristen Bell, Kristen Bell, oh, yeah. and uh, Josh. I don't know. I didn't Dumel. see the Mel. <laughs> I know everybody, dude. It's fine. I just like that you know a movie I'm talking about. But he's in it, and he's like, let me some Danny DeVito. All right. We don't have a ton of movies because Rob Zombie's like. It's fine. We can just. He's got basically five. Yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah. But they're all really fucking brilliant films. So, um, yeah, they're crazy, all right. So here's the deal. It's a little back history in Rob Zombie. He was born in... I can't read my own handwriting. Haverville, Massachusetts, to two carnies. His parents were carnies. Huh. Um, it's a small. It explains a lot. Yeah, I did not know yeah. that. <laughs> and it's cool. Like I was actually listening to like Joe Rogan today. I was like, oh fuck! They, I, I told what day that when I tell you we could do, we should do this. Tuesday. Yeah. Is it I, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I two was days like, ago. Today I was like, oh fucking Rob. Uh, Fucking Joe Rogan just did a fucking Rob Zombie episode. Oh, really? Fucking weird. <laughs> that is weird. I so watch I, it. So when you said it, I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So it's ran- almost October. But, but like, so, that's perfect. Yeah, but so random. Because like, like, I guess he's hot shit right now. So fucking cool. Like We're the second ones to do it. Fucking goddamn Joe Rogan. But anyway, so he grew up in this like small like, uh, Mass- like Massachusetts. like It's a basically a subdivision of Boston. And uh, he grew up as like this punk rock kid, kind of like... Um, he tells all sorts of stories. There's one story I read about like him, like him and like five friends were just like, we liked punk rock. Everybody else in school didn't give a shit. And then like one, well, the one cool th- quote thing that like he talks about was like, Hey, me and my friends were sitting in this parking lot of this fast food joint where we were to hang out. And like the main jock, like asshole bully kid, like, walked up to us after like the summer after he graduated and we're like what the fuck does this guy want like at least he's by himself and there's fucking six of us we beat the shit out if we have to and he walks up he's like hey like i uh got the scholarship i'm gonna go to college and i just want to know where you guys got all your cool clothes so because i don't i don't want to be fucking uncool when i go to college and that like Res, rob zombies is like is quoted in that article saying like hey that's when i realized like i don't give a fuck because like this dude is insecure just like everybody else. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, so from then point on, he, like, Rob Zombie gave zero fucks about anything. He's like, it's not about anything else except just, like, people are insecure. Sick. So I'm just going to be secure in what I want to do and what I love and what I want to, like, when I want to become. And, like, he always wanted to be a film guy, not a fucking musician. He's like, but as a kid, he looked at all of it. He loved all that vaudevillian bullshit, like, crazy, like, like the Marx Brothers shit, all the Marx Brothers shit is like, is always like touched on in every movie. We'll get into that. Um, in that shit, me too. Yeah, and it's just like it's it, like like the Marx Brothers, like just all sorts of cool shit. Like one of his favorite movies, like the the Nosferatu movie. Oh um, yeah, it's, that's his one of his favorite films of all time. Um, he just loved that, like uh, like King Kong and all those old school horror movies were like. Like the CG, he he feels like CGI ruined shit. Like he he looks at it as just like if you can't film it, then it's like it takes away the realism like and the scariness of it. 
and he doesn't like that. And so like, and being like part of that, like that white trashy, like thing, like that's what he's drawn to that because that's how he grew up. <laughs> so, um, I thought that was pretty interesting. That no, makes a lot of sense. No, it's cool. It shows a lot of respect. Practical effects. Makes me respect him more is what I was trying to great say. Great. If you can do it right. So one of his first like big things was like, um, the Rob's, the, the white zombie, the, he, he, gives credit to Mike Judge and Beavis and Butthead for breaking them kind of on MTV. Um, the um, the uh, video for Thunder King 65 was on that show. And so then like later on when they did uh, Beavis and Butthead do America, he was the one that animated and did the fucking drawings for the tripping, the hallucination scene. Oh, that's when cool. they do acid in the desert with their, <laughs> with, with their dads, crazy. basically. Yeah. He did that. That's cool. Um, there's one cool thing that he did. He was like talking about how um, alternative press, when like that first album came out, trashed their fucking album. Like I think the album's like the Las Sexor Sexorista Sexorcisto Sexorcisto Devil Music Volume One. Yeah, like fucking. I was a big fan al- of that. Alternative one. press just trashed it. I was like, these guys are garbage, fucking bullshit. But then like years later, they got brought up. He he got given like a, a lifetime achievement award by them. So when he went up there to give his acceptance speech, he's like, let me read you guys something real quick. And then he read his fucking review from that fucking issue. <laughs> he's like, so just so you know. That's funny. Like, fuck you. Like, fuck like fuck reviews and fuck people's opinions. Like, because these people, they don't really understand what's really going on and what it takes to make this shit. Um, well, the other thing is, like, especially, well, really from all their albums, but especially that one, like the music videos were so good. Here's also the deal. We'll get into that right now. Okay. Which is a great lead in. So he moved to New York. He, he made white zombie and they were doing their thing. They got, they were, he, he pretty, he says that they pretty much were the last New York city band to get an actual record deal. But here's the deal. They got offered record record deals from like two or three major labels and he turned them all down because he said Geffen was like the label. And he's like, he turned down, I think, um, RCA and somebody else. And he said, fuck that shit. Like, and then he like held out and then finally Geffen gave him a fucking record deal. And then when he got signed, they were just like, so, um, are you trying to like fuck us over and not be able to like promote your shit with your fucking album titles? And he's like, I, I kind of might be. And then like, and then on top of that, he's like, so we like the record label's like, so we got this this director who's like brilliant, blah blah blah. He's like, nah, I'm just gonna direct it myself. And so like, he's the one like he pretty much was like, fuck you guys, I'm gonna direct all of our own video. So he directed all White Zombies videos. But they're all so good. Yeah, they're- and that's kind of like it. That's what spawned everything else. So uh, weirdly, his one of his first job, he was a production assistant on Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> well, that's crazy and so that's like awesome. um so there's some burton influence there too for sure i think yeah like, um he's especially a, with the dark fantasy shit like yeah and peace playoffs was so fucking good i mean you think about it like um lawrence fishburne uh fucking uh what's his face phil hartman um god damn like so many fucking oh, people that just went through went through it yeah i mean that show was so incredible and so fucking wacky and weird. Like, it was awesome. Like, but it, like, it helped so many people's careers. Um, his top, here's a, 
cool one for CBS. His top three influences that he names regardless and multiple sources are Alice Cooper, Steven Spielberg, and Stan Lee. Are his huh. top his top three influences of anything that he does. Interesting. And he always gives them a shout out. It's an interesting crew. Um There's a celebrity death match, triple threat match there, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who's gonna bring that show back? Come on, man. <laughs> that shit was amazing. And he's also really good friends with James Gunn and he's been um he's been multiple voice actors in like like cameos in a bunch of James Gunn stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. He, was, he was in both Guardians. And I don't... I looked... All right, I'm going to have to I couldn't seek find, that I couldn't out, find man. what he was. Like, I could see him being... I could see him even being, like, one of the guys on Guardians 2, like, on the ship. Sure, one of the With Marauders. fucking face and all the guys. But like, I could see him but being... But he's in both, but. supposedly, and I, I couldn't find who... Oh, but it's pretty cool, so... Hmm. Well, I could see him taking an uncredited role real easy. And they have so many people in the prison in the first movie, and there's right. so many characters on the bridge and the ship in the second movie. Yeah, man, that's that's believable. So his first major film, House of Thousand Corpses. Yeah. I saw that movie, and I was like, that shit creeped me the fuck out. It made me feel dirty. I couldn't take enough showers. It, <laughs> and as, as far as horror films go, me personally, um, when it's like, extraterrestrial or like existential or like all this like this weird like supernatural shit that stuff doesn't scare me sure it doesn't scare me at all but like real life like I got lost on a fucking dirt road in the middle of nowhere and these fucking crazy murderous <laughs> bastards are gonna like that shit's real life to me because I feel like I've been in situations where like I think that's what's going on here like that shit creeps me the fuck out and that's why his movies to me creep me the fuck out because it's the real, the realism is fucking. Yeah, I remember the first time I watched it. It was before I even realized that I actually enjoyed horror movies. It was just I didn't know if I could make it through it. I was, I think I was pretty young too, but yeah, I was just like, it was kind of like you're on the edge of your seat and you're like, sh- like you're almost contemplating, like, should I shut this off? Like, do I really want to follow through with this? Like, but then I just got a little older and realized that movies like that are just awesome. Yes, oh, that, what's that? Oh five, two thousand three. House Thousand oh, Corpses, three. 2003. So, yeah. I was probably, I don't know, teenage. Yeah, because I didn't turn 21 until 2009, so I was pretty young. That's pretty young to be watching that mm-hmm. shit, for sure. Definitely. It, And it's, like, the things that he did, like, so... um, He shot a lot of the cutaway scenes and the flashback scenes on 16mm film. Um, He does that a lot of time in his career. We'll come back to that a lot. Which is crazy because 60 millimeter translates to like a certain 35 millimeter translates to 1080, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you mean size wise? Yeah. And then 60 millimeter does a different size. And they talk about how he's just, he's like, fuck that. We're going to do, I'm going to do it this way. Um, it's expensive film too, from what I know, just from a lot of escape videos that were filmed in that. Well, the technology for it is, is of course, still around, but it's become. But obtaining the film now... Yeah, it's a different kind of yeah. thing now than what I well, used to Well, there's a handful of directors that are fighting to preserve that shit. And and he might be one of them, I'm not he sure. He is, and like, one of the cool things, a lot of the cutaway scenes in um, House of Thousand Corpses, he filmed on 60mm film, it's like a handheld, like one of those little handheld like cameras, those old ones with a little like twisted right. thing. Yeah. And he did it on his weekends on, the day, on their days off, 
and like just like he'd have parties at his house and hang out and just like film like the off scenes, like the weird like Captain Spaulding scenes and like the TV stuff, and like he did that on his off time away from actual shooting of the movie. Yeah. Um. There's some missing. Some, there's some posters of some missing boys in the background of the of the movie a lot. It's actually pictures of him and his little brother. His little brother is the lead singer of um, Power Man, Power, right? Power Man Five Thousand, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, when the movie was finished, he gave it to Universal to like, and they came back to him like, "We need to have a meeting." And he's like, "Oh, well, cool! Like maybe because like, he went to the test screening and stuff, and people seemed to be really, really into it." And he's like, oh, cool! What's up, little guys?" And they're like, "We can't fucking release this shit. It's." fucking horrible because they thought it was going to be in c17 oh, too yeah. right yeah and so, so like they're like mobile- nah, we don't want this <laughs> and so like he was just like well this is what i'm gonna do and this is what i do do and like i'm not gonna fucking like change my shit so figure it the fuck out and so like that initial release of that movie and then the the critics were just like oh it's fucking terrible it's this 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 and this and years later the same critics call it one of the greatest of that genre of all time like and he like he talks shit. He's like fuck those guys. He's like you know that's that's how I knew that like it doesn't fucking matter. And I'm gonna get into some of the the of those things later when he go, when we get in Halloween. But I don't want to ruin it yet. But yeah, it was like it's he just kind of was like fuck you. I'm gonna do what I want to do. I don't care how much money you're gonna give me. I'll, I'm gonna figure it out myself. And I think that's why it's my favorite because you can tell he did everything himself. Yeah, he did the music. Which some of the music was in a skate video also, but he did the music, cinematography. I think he did editing, like all that shit. What's cool too is that like they filmed the whole mo- like the the main house in House House Thousand Corpses is the same house they use in the little um the 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 best little whorehouse in Texas, the Dolly Parton movie, Burt Reynolds. Oh, is that really no way? But it's on the un- it's on the Universal tour. Yeah, and they refuse to fucking like stop the tours so like the delays in the film it caused delays in filming because he had to like wait for tours to go through to do fucking shots and stuff <laughs> no that's crazy it's pretty yeah. awesome actually and so he's just like but but it was so like it it just worked he need like so it's pretty fucking cool I, I definitely don't think the movies would be as gory and as you know just how they are if he didn't have full say in what and how you know things happen yeah he just and he shot a lot of the, a lot of his movies. He does like two shoots. He does one that's like overly graphically like violent, and then one that's like less violent, just in case. And so he like he does both. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. I think too. Like I, I'm not a big fan of just all gore movies, but his feel real, and I think it bothers me less because it it seems like something that would happen. That's why it bothers me more. Because it's like it bothers yeah. me, or maybe it's just I would rather watch it because I'm like this seems realistic. Yeah, to me. it's not all cheesy. Versus gore. like like all the Saw movies are like okay, like I get it, but this isn't gonna fucking happen. Whereas most of his shit, like like I could see this fucking happening. And that's why it's the opposite for me because I was like I don't mind watching something that's like oh this fucking Saw shit, blah blah blah, or this like fucking alien or this monster like oh I mean, yeah whatever that's like even like the new it like i wasn't scared at all like it too is like yeah whatever but like when i watch house of thousand corpses and i watch fucking devil's rejects i'm like that shit's fucking real life some fucking redneck asshole weird motherfucker with clown paint on his face 
with fucking gross teeth in the middle of nowhere and my car breaks down. I'm like, fuck. That shit creeps me the fuck out. Yeah, they're just, they're legitimately creepy. Like, it makes you feel, you feel something. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's great about them. <sighs> yeah, fucking gross. And everyone has a fear of crowns. Excuse me, clowns. I don't. And then <laughs> the other part of that, too, which we've already talked about, is like, the way he's filming it, some of it being 16 millimeter, makes yeah. it feel even more real because it's like on a shitty old camera. Right. It's not like 4K or anything. Yeah, like it's fucking, you're like, oh, this could have happened to me like 10 years ago. And he does, he really does hate, because like, in that, I, the part of the Rogan episode I did listen to, he talks about Godzilla and stuff, he's just like, I love Godzilla movies. Like, there's something awesome about the original Godzilla movies, but, like, those new ones, like, the CGI is so fake. He's like, I feel like there's something in our brain that doesn't... It makes it to where we're not scared of it, because it's like we kn- our brain knows it's fake. There's something bad. It's just, like, it's different. But it's, like, Yeah, I can see that. But when you put yourself in the scenario that you're watching in his films, you're just like, this could really happen. Like, there are people out there that are creepy, small, you know, deserted road... And that's Psychos. probably that's probably another reason why Spielberg is one of his favorite directors, especially like in the eighties and nineties and shit. Like Jurassic Park, I could probably see that being one of his favorite movies because like they fucking built his, all those one dinosaurs. His, one of his favorite movies and all the research I was doing that he keeps referring to that I don't know is like Black Christmas. So. Oh. There's one from the 80s, but then yeah. there was a remake no. that was really it's, not it's, good. It's the original. He just, yeah. He re- like, it, it, it referenced back to that like a million times. They're, like, make, they're making another one. Yeah. Yeah, there's no one He's like out. super into it. But I haven't seen the 80s one because it's really hard to find. I've looked for it, but... And he's like, all that weird shit, like he's super into, like he's fucking like the that weird off the wall, like random one-offs. And he like, yeah, he's... But, so, on to our next film, Devil's Rejects 2005, which I feel like it's less, like, creepy scary and more like, holy fuck, that's fucked up to me. More of a shocker. But there's like, more... There's well, more, and, like, they're on the run. But there's more fluidity to it. And he talks about the fluidity of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses is kind of all over the place. Oh, yeah, with the crazy doctor underneath the house and like, Dr. and that Sam, one's more. Yeah. You know, I feel like House of a Thousand Corpses is more of a horror movie, and I feel like Devil's Rejects has a lot of Western qualities to it. Even though it's a horror movie, it's right. still like very. They're in shitty hotels and all over like the road. Like it's like, and that free, it has a Western thing that going fucking on. Freebird scene at the end, like yeah, goddamn fucking it's it's, it's a, a good scene. it's a brilliant scene. It really yeah. is. But I guess I didn't, which I didn't know that when Otis is the, the his line, "I am the devil and I'm here to do the devil's work," is an act. It's a quote for the Manson family, and like again, um, the Charles Manson shit. Like he is fast. Like, not that he like wants to like praise it, but he like is fascinated by it. So he because how the creepiness of it. So he it, it's a recurring theme in all of his films. The Manson shit. Because Charles Manson convinced people to go. Like commit murders, right? And, just, and that yeah. he was, yeah. He, what was it that? He but he was, never really did it himself. No, it's just all. He just created a cult following. Yeah. But and then, so also in this movie, Doctor Satan was supposed to be a subplot, and there was a bunch of scenes that were filmed for this movie that were supposed to be 
in the film, but they like they pulled them out. They're like we didn't want to like bring it together. But in the in the um, DVD Blu-ray like extras, they're like it's part of it. So like the doctor, because like the doctor saying thing never really comes back. It doesn't, yeah. But it's it's a subplot in this film, and there's a bunch of scenes shot that I have never seen. I haven't seen that either. Then, Hmm. and I really like the the Doctor Satan part of it. So the family media guide, which is like, I guess the thing that counts the word fuck in movies. Um, it traced the word fuck in this film 224 times, but other sources cite it as 560, which until the release of the movie fuck to the, the, the movie fuck in 2005 was a record. So this movie actually held the record for like the word fuck and similar like fuck fucker fucking fuck like what beat it the the movie fuck in two thousand five that was the name of the movie uh, yeah, that's yeah, original the same year supposedly which the which their record was I don't remember what, I didn't write it down so. never heard of it so I guess it's safe to say we shouldn't take a shot every time we hear the word fuck in this movie the previous holder though was a movie called Nil Nil by Mouth from 1997 and they had 420 never heard of it so I don't know hmm. and Danny Trejo's part was actually auditioned by Chris Jericho but they turned him down <laughs> because Chris because he was too pretty. <laughs> That's funny. Chris Jericho. I don't know about that one. Um, Madam Firefly, Captain Spaulding are both names from uh, Groucho Marx characters from Marx Brothers films from the vaudevillian era. That makes a lot of hmm. sense. So that's pretty cool. I did read about him like being super psyched on Groucho Marx and he wanted to do I I did read this one thing that he wanted to do a Groucho Marx film where like in so in Groucho Marx in his later years got with this woman who was very like possessive and crazy and kind of like controlled him kind of fucking like misery style like for but real life like Kathy Bates and you know like the mm-hmm. mo- movie misery but like real life and like was very physically abusive and stuff and like it was a real thing and I um I almost wonder, they don't say anything about it, but I almost want a Stephen, uh, Stephen King-based misery off of that. Huh. But it's but it was real. Like She was very, very physically abusive. Like actually broke his leg at one point, and like, it's all documented shit. And he wanted to make a film about that, but it was one of, the, one of his projects that got turned down. He also wanted to do a film about the, um, the 1970s Philadelphia Flyers, which was... Oh, fuck, I'm like pissed off that I don't have this pulled up right now, but like... Um, it was called the, God, it's going to bug the shit out of me. These movies are based in Texas, aren't they? Am I, or am I wrong? The mm-hmm. House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. If they're not, it seems like they are. I feel like they are. I just don't remember. Well, I think the, the Broad Street Bullies is, is a documentary based, but like those, the, so when the Philadelphia uh, Flyers became a, an, an NHL organization, they got they just got ran all over, and then like so the owners like fuck we got to change this shit and like hired like got off these dudes who were just like massive maniac physically abusive aggressive massive beat the fuck out of people old school hockey, and so um, then they went on to win the the NHL championship, and so the Stanley Cup. So 
he wanted to make a film about that and did all this research, but like he he put he put a shit ton into it, but it never nothing ever came from it because like he just couldn't get it. And he, I guess he put two or three years into just like research and Jeez. pre-production shit to like make this film called The Broad Street Bullies, and it never came of, nothing came of it. That sounds amazing. I know. I thought the same fucking thing, and it's disappointing because like I think that would have been awesome. If you think about like how good he is with gore Violence. realistically, like in think a of, hockey movie, like, that would think be. Of, think of Goon, but like um, but not a comedy that, and like. Gritty and, and yeah. real. And there's a documentary on the Broad Street Bullies, and the, guess who the fucking narrator is of that? Like, and that's kind of his like his whole fucking the thing that excited him about them was fucking Leah Schreiber. <laughs> that's crazy. Because because of Goon and huh. Goon Two, which is a is brilliant, but it never came. Is like, and he talks about maybe that'll come back around. Like I read yeah. some, I read multiple things about like things like projects he wanted to do that just never quite came to fruition. Right, and uh, he's like, that's the hardest part about being a director is just like, you either hold out and do the things that you want to fucking do, or like take the things that like are offered to you, which are going to get into our next thing, Halloween one and two. But um, yeah, it's like it kind of seems like you like he'd rather take less money, which I which I which I massively respect. That's what kind of why I wanted to do him. Because he's like, the respect of like, I would rather just take no money and do it the way I want to do it and like make the film I want to make. Rather than bowedly. Rather than like, yeah, like take all these fucking like notes from these fucking bullshit garbage. Like, fuck off. 100%. I agree with that. Which leads us to. That's my notebook. Well, actually, I want to throw in a little, like, a little shout out. He did like the. You know, in the Grindhouse double feature. Oh yeah, he did the the werewolf, werewolf woman, the, the werewolf woman of the SS. Hell yeah! Which I think to this day I still think it would be like one amazing film. Yeah, we, talk, we talked about sure. the Tarantino yeah. and the Romero like episodes both, but that would be such a good movie. I guess there's a bunch of videos that would be, and then even you know we were talking about so, Machete in space would be fucking great too if someone would if ever get to that's coming out though eventually supposedly yeah maybe there hasn't been any update on it since the last batch talk but I guess during some of his uh, his uh, concerts like his shows his, his zombie or white zombie whatever he goes by now has video that was shot as if it was part of the werewolf women of the SS oh right, plays. Right, 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 yeah. so like I don't know if it's extra footage from the fake trailers from the Grindhouse movies, or if it was stuff he filmed additional or what? Because it might just be stuff that they use for the for the concerts, but as a thing, there's other video that exists of that, so who knows? Fuck it. I think that's... It seems rad, so fuck it. I'm, I'm into it. So to answer my own question, yeah, uh, Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses are both based in Ruggsville, Texas. They're based in Texas, but they're shot... Like, in LA, that's what I just read. Yeah, dude. Fuck, like, back backwoods Texas shit. Yeah. And the basic <laughs> premise of House of a Thousand Corpses is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, no, kind yeah. of, loosely, no. based he, on that. He and does say that in a bunch of shit, yeah. He and based, it's based on a lot but, of true events from Charles Manson and the Manson murders, like we already established. Creepy as fuck, dude. Yeah, like, for sure. Dr. Right. Satan. So in 2007... Um, the studio execs were like you, like both House of Thousand Corpses and fucking um, 
Devil's Rejects were mass by this point hits. People were like, This is awesome, this is brilliant. What do you want to do? He's like, I think about like a Halloween fucking movie. And they're like, Well, we have the rights to this. How'd you feel about doing a sequel? He's like, What about a reboot? And they're like, Okay. So then he hit up John Carpenter and he's like, Hey, um, I want to do a Halloween movie, but I want your I want your permission. Like I want your fucking blessing. He's like, fucking do it. I think you'd be brilliant at it. So then he went ahead with it, and like they did a full on reboot. Um, the cool thing about the Halloween movie is a lot of the scenes with Mike Myers in the early days of him in Insane Asylum as a kid and stuff mm-hmm. were actually based off of a TV version of the movie that they put out. That when they took oh, they took away a lot of stuff that couldn't be aired on TV, so they filmed new scenes that were backstory scenes that were made like made for TV shit. That, right. So that was based on that. Um, that's so they yeah they there scenes that were edited out. But that's kind of all I have on that. Like he just. Um, Do you think that's what kind of started this whole reboot craze? Lately, I guess it was years down the road, but that's, that's just that, a horror thing all the time. Yeah, oh, is it? That was oh seven. Very, um, people remake horror just, all the time. Okay, see, I, I didn't know that. I just the, feel like lately it's been a reboot of everything. Well, the chick that's in these was like the niece from of Jamie Lee Curtis in the original films. There's like some weird connection, but that actress played. Is the same character? I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Like, it's, I, it's hard to follow. There's so many of those. Like, I saw I, the most recent one with Jamie Lee Curtis. I think that's the most those. Recent one. Those aren't Rob Zombie. Those. Yeah, are, yeah, I know. But, I just, so that that one's different. But okay, it's, it's hard to follow a lot of that shit. It was like, yeah, there's so much on them, but like also not that much. I thought they were really good, but they didn't get very good reviews, and even. I read that Rob Zombie didn't enjoy actually making them that much. So, the reasoning is, he talks a lot about how every day of shooting, he'd leave the day and get a fucking notebook binder full of notes from executives of like, hey, maybe you should do this. Hey, maybe you should do that. Hey, maybe we should add this in. He's like, one day he talked about like a joke of like, um, Howard Stern Private Parts at the, like was really big at the time, and I think it's the, during this time, which 2007, I think so. I'm trying to think of like the different stories that I read, but like he's like, I guarantee they're gonna fucking like talk about Howard Stern tomorrow. And they're like, yeah, whatever, dude, we're making a horror movie. And then like in the notes the next day, we're like, hey, maybe have you ever thought about putting Howard Stern in, in the movie? <laughs> and he's just like, I fucking told you guys. So it was just like I they they over executived, executived. I, that's not really a word, but they they over they over fucking like did that shit on this movies and like they should have just let him do. Yeah, it. they limited it. Let him be a horror freedom. director and just let him do his yeah, fucking thing. Mm-hmm. They kind of ruined it, which leads us into the next one, Halloween two. Um. The only reason he took this on was because he's like, I, I'm not going to do it. And they're like, well, we're going to, well, we're going to do it. You need to be a part of it. He's like, I'm, I don't want to do it. I, I don't want to do it. Cause he didn't want to deal with all that shit again. And then they're like, well, we're going to do it without you. And he's like, well, so you're going to do it regardless. And they're like, yeah. So he's like, okay, oh, fuck it. Then I'll do it then. The only, so the only reason he took it on is because he didn't want somebody to take it on and fuck it up. 
So he did it like he he says he feels like he did it his way. Just because of that whole that the whole thing, like he's like, I didn't want somebody to fuck it up even worse than the executives were already fucking it up. He's like, I could at least get it made and made get it made decent. Um, and then a little couple of notes from this from that movie. Um, from two or from one? Two. We were on okay. to two now. Yeah. Um, Tyler Maine is the only actor to play Michael Myers twice. Oh, crazy. Every other time, Michael Myers is played by a different actor every single time. I didn't know that. And then, in the same thing, um, the same vein of, like, The Devil's Rejects and House of Thousand Corpses, right. he shot a lot of the fucking, a lot of, like, the side and the back story, a lot of those, a lot of the scenes, he shot them in 16 millimeter. Same with his House of Thousand Corpses, he did it full on, 35 millimeter. Right. But then, and House or uh, Devil's Reject, he did 16 millimeter. He did the same with Halloween One, Halloween Two. Gotcha. It's pretty, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting. That's crazy. It was Taylor Maine in both those. So Michael Myers and Sabretooth. That's pretty much it. Awesome. No, he's not the best Sabretooth, but no. he was. He was in Troy also. Oh, was he? Boom. Oh, I realize that. Troy. Oh, was he the dude with the big hammer? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize he was in that at all. Hmm. Well, I'll be damned. Interesting. So his next film, 2012, took three years off and went to Lords of Salem. Oh, yeah. That was I, weird, but yeah, interesting. I don't know if I like that or not. Yeah, it's weird. Did you see that, Nick? I did, I think. Is that is that the one with... I want to say there was like, was there nuns or what? What am I thinking of? Hold on, was there nuns in that movie? No. I only watched it once. It's about witch trials and all that. Yeah, like yeah, a, no, a weird... the witches. Yeah, no, I did see that one actually. It's a, like some weird midget shit going on in yeah. there too. Like... <laughs> I watched it once. <laughs> he, did, he did say that it's a metaphorical slash spiritual prequel to Halloween. Oh yeah, I did, yeah. This is what he says. Huh. Um, okay. He only gave all the actors in it. He only gave them their their specific parts because he didn't want to leak the movie. So like he didn't want people to, like to ruin the movie. So he, uh-huh. Which I mean, since then has been it's an interesting been, idea. Been done by a bunch of people. I mean, all the well, Avengers shows. Done hot, yeah, all everything that's that's currently under wraps by yeah. Like all the witches in it, he based off the Manson era fucking women who were followers. Okay, I can see like, that. Like I they're guess. all like, which one I want? I was like, oh, those are funny. Yeah, right. Like this, all yeah. Um, he actually did a novelization of this movie with a guy named Brian Everson, and they put out an like they actually wrote a full on novel, did a, a novelization to it, and put it out. And it has like, it's it's actually drastically different and more intense and fucking crazy. So you can find that. Mm. Which I think it sounds really fucking cool. As a book would be in general, but yeah. And weirdly, this whole movie is based off the Salem Witch Trials, all that kind of stuff. Um, weird shit is like the Salem Witch Trials and all the all the witch trials stuff back then. Um, as you go back in history, um, I'm throwing this little little tidbit piece in myself because I think it's fascinating. But like um, ergot poisoning, which is like rye wheat, like wheat, like they brought these wheats from Europe. 
Right. And they brought them to America, and like this bacteria, this fucking fungus grows on this wheat, and um, it's called ergot, and it, like it basically is the basis of LSD. And so it's like, oh, it's, crazy. it's, and so like a lot, they think that a lot of the witch trial shit were people eating fucking bad wheat and it was making them hallucinate and see fucking shit. And so like that huh. spawned a lot of the witch trial shit because it all happened in a certain area of like the East Coast, which like the temperature and stuff, like that, that specific fucking cause fun, that, that, that specific fungus would have blossomed wow. in that area. That's interesting. So pretty fucking crazy. And like, yeah, thousands of women were murdered and killed because they were supposedly witches. Because people, were just but like, maybe they were just hallucinating, right? Well, people were actually hallucinating. Yeah, it's I mean, like they found it in the remains of those people. Like they've done re- DNA research and like pulled out like DNA like and done tests and like yeah, it's they were full on like, huh? Or got poisoning, like a full on fucking thing, That's which crazy. is like the base the base chemical from LSD. So, huh. anyway. There you go. That's a little. So, this next film, 2016, is 31. Have you guys seen that film a lot? Yeah, I was. I don't know. I was up and down with it. That's the Carney one. Yeah, I thought it had like a good idea to it, but it just wasn't that scary to me, and it just kind of got. I don't know if I want to. Boring is the right word, but it was just kind of hard to stick with. I think part of it too is like I don't know. I don't think he had a very good budget for it. Like I think he just did that himself. No, I heard. Yeah, his budget was pretty low. You know, so I don't know. It was. I I agree. Kind of like good idea, but didn't really go where you wanted it. Yeah, you know, I think like, it's. I don't know. Maybe I had too much expectations for it personally because I wanted it to be compared to like Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses, like just super gnarly. But I don't know. Well, here's the deal. The whole premise of the movie is based on the fact that more people go missing on October 31st slash Halloween than any other day of the year worldwide. That's, that's, that's true the fact. That's the premise of the movie. And oh, that, okay. And that, I thought that, you were saying that was no, but that is a fact. That is a true fact. So, like the the movie's based on that premise, and so he thought that was fascinating. So he made this movie called Thirty One. Okay. Um. So I don't have a ton on this movie, but I do know that the the movie had to be cut three different times to get it from an NC-17 to a rated R movie. Like, yep. It was so fucking crazy. They had to cut it three different times to and pull that shit out. Of is there an unrated one floating around anywhere? Yeah, that'd be I awesome. Say, I think that's the only I version of the DVD that exists, I think. Is it? I think so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't someone at the end of that movie, not to ha- you know have a spoiler, but I mean it's an old movie, doesn't someone get away? And that's like pretty unra- or pretty rare for a Rob Zombie film. No. Actually, the other way. All Rob Zombie films? Oh, wait, you mean like the victims? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like all of his movies, like basically, like the bad, the, the bad guy always wins in his movie. Yeah, I meant like he one like, of the victim. And he no, the victim gets away, does it? But then the bad guy catches up. That's, yeah, no, but I meant first, like I think yeah. at the end of thirty one, doesn't someone actually get away like completely, like a victim? I don't remember that. I don't remember either. But I, I could be thinking of, isn't Poncho Moller in it? <laughs> isn't no he idea. the midget? That'd be awesome though to tie it in with. The skateboarding or a little person. Sorry, little person. Yeah, dude. Too late now. Come on, man. Mm. Midget's not very PC of you, bro. Yeah, I know. It's like the fourth time you said. Like I said, dwarf. Is that worse? 
I think that's what you're. I feel like it's. I'm worse. pretty sure it's what, wait, accepted. I think that's the dwarf. Yeah, but it sounds worse. Dwarfism. It does feels it worse does. coming off the tongue. Yeah, it, it does. Dwarf. It feels, feels more offensive. Midget. Dwarf. <laughs> I think it's what you're saying. Midget just midget just clicks a lot better. Like it's just easier to like you said, easier to say. And, mm. I don't know. Little person. There you go. See, I think that's the most fucked up part. Is well, little person. Like I wouldn't want to be called a little person. Well, the whole. The home movie montage footage from the, the of the carnival workers was shot on his actual personal phone. Like he filmed it with his fucking phone. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm telling you, dude. I think his phones are getting now. So yeah, exactly. Tyler, you got to film a whole skate video on iPhone. I want to. And then again, no, Nosferatu is seen in the background, playing on screens and stuff. It's his favorite film. Um. Josh, I just had a great idea. Rob Zombie shoes the band that the new band you're talking about, who? In one of his films. Wouldn't that be awesome? I actually think that would be actually yeah, it would fit, make a lot of fucking sense. Surprisingly yeah. well, actually. <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Considering. Huh. So the only other thing I have on this movie, really, I mean Sherry Moon, uh, I guess the reason she, like people say that she has she was brilliant in this film, but like Cause she was such a fucking bitch and just crazy in it, but she was quitting smoking, so it's all fucking real. Like it's, her, it's, just, it's her fucking just coming off of like nicotine, just being a fucking asshole, detoxing. It's, yeah, and so like it was all real shit. So like, like that's that came on that. So what's your guys' opinion on her laugh? Because I, you know, I always take it as super creepy. maniacal. Yeah, and just like, but I feel like. But if that's actually how she laughs in real life, like I'd be annoyed as fuck. Obviously, it's like Aaron Graham. I didn't want to say it. Well, she doesn't listen to this. So I'm okay. saying it. And <laughs> I, I will tell her to listen to it. But yes, like Aaron Graham. Yeah. But no, I mean, I'm assuming that's probably not how Sherry Moon laughs in real life. Maybe. But in the movies, I think it's creepy, but some people just think it's cheesy. But that situation is creepy as fuck. Imagine if you were like getting an Uber ride home from Aaron Graham in the middle of the night. And she's just like, ha ha! And you were in guy. a weird fucking crackhead neighborhood with a fucking bunch of weird oh, carnies yeah. and she was laughing like that, you'd be creeped the yeah. fuck out. But if it was like Tuesday at the fuck at Burger King, you'd be like, eh, no big deal. It's just annoying. <laughs> it, was me, it was no, me. I, yeah, I see exactly what you're saying. It was Makes me and sense. you when she took us to that weird fucking bar that had like teepees outside, right? <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. It was, was like in a, Denver? It was like, yeah. it was a bar called a the hipster the, bar. Like the forest. The forest. <laughs> and it's like, it was like a fucking. The inside was like a bar. It was like a. Park. But then you could go well, but outside. There was a, but there was like logs and park ranger shit. And oh like, my god! You're like Yogi Bear. Did you sit in a TV and drink? Beer? And yeah. Like, no and then, way. And then you go oh, outside. Yeah. And it's like there's a fake stream running through with like teepees <laughs> and like rocks and trees. See, that's the type of bar that you eat and mushrooms like, and go to. No. It was weird as <laughs> fuck, dude. I bet it sounds She's weird. Like, I'm gonna go smell dabs in this fucking teepee, and I was like, Tyler, <laughs> I just want to go to fucking sleep, bro. Dude. That sounds insane. I've n- she's never told me that Worst story. Worst Uber driver Tyler's never told ever. me that story. <laughs> yeah, dude. She's had, I've had some scary rides from her, like, just in general. She's Somehow a, she lives through all of it, I'll though. T- I'll tell you this, though. Aaron's a very beautiful girl. And she's a very nice person. One of my best friends. And I think she's brilliant in small doses, but, like, goddamn, you're the worst uber lift driver I've ever had dude that's been her only well besides gardening that's been her only job for quite a I few i sat on the curb and i was just like falling asleep and i was so fucking mad because she wanted to smoke dabs with somebody else that was with us and i was like i 
<laughs> we had we we called a different Uber driver to get back to the hotel. And it was and then that guy took the longest fucking way to where we were ever. And it cost me like you know forty five bucks like, or some shit. You know what's funny? It's like <laughs> I can totally like relate to this story because I, I haven't been in that exact situation, obviously, but just the, the fact that it's Aaron, it makes I'd all say so call much her sense. and let's ask her about it. The worst she, there's part. There's no way she would remember. No, the worst part. Uber driving, I bet you know? she remembers, actually. There's no fuck. She has a was good she memory. Drunk when she was driving, you guys? No. She, she was, was high. She was high. Oh, so probably. She was smoking fucking dab. She's not, she wasn't drunk. She was just high as fuck. Yeah. She smoked weed at the like all day, every day. Then went and smoked yeah. dabs with fucking somebody <laughs> this whole else. TV it was my is... buddy I grew up with. Oh, That was in town staying at someone's house in Denver. And we went to their house like, to guys, drop him off. It's like, do you guys want to come and smoke dabs? Like, and he was trying no. to bang Aaron. And I was like, dude, yeah, you, I think, she's not going to do it. Aaron just wanted to everyone, smoke with him. Everyone, that's it. Every, like, uh, most of my friends have all at least once tried to bang Aaron. And I just tell them, I'm like, good luck. <laughs> that's all I have to say. And that has nothing. That I, I'm not going to elaborate on that. It has nothing to do with her. That it's good just, luck could go... Every anywhere you wanted to go, I just yeah. tell people good luck. Anyways, so fun fact though about Rob Zombie, <laughs> and, and the fact that he, I don't know how we come, I don't yeah, know how we get back on track with. I don't that. know. So considering he just kills humans constantly in his movies, he's actually a vegan and he's an animal rights activist. Very true. Boom. Maybe he just wait. Are you still? A, yeah, I guess that's just me. I was gonna say, are you still a vegan if you eat humans? But I'm sure that's yeah, it's still me. I mean, Obviously. I'd say it probably. Yeah. yeah. What was that joke? <laughs> what was that joke? You got a good joke on that. Which I don't. About what? If two vegans oh. are fighting. Oh. <laughs> if two vegans are fighting, is it still called beef? I mean, sure. <laughs> How can two vegans beef? You can call it tofu, I guess, but that'd be weird. No, that sounds like a that a sounds like sumo wrestling or something. What about beat? Hmm. Like a beat? I get it. Maybe they're beating. No, that doesn't work. Doesn't either. sound right. It sounds like, yeah. sounds sounds like, like they're doing something different. They're beating like they're each other's beating tofu. Each other's foreskin. Something different, yeah. That's still meat, bro. Oh, it's true. Hmm. Having this movie in the background what else? is one of the best. No, what else you got? Stay focused. Because now it's time for, because the only thing we have left is, um, so Rob Zombie, three from hell is all we have left, which is, there's not much to it, but it's, it, the reason we're doing, the reason I, I talked to Tyler earlier this week is about Rob Zombie is just like, cause that three from hell, it's like the third in the, it's supposed to be the last piece it's, of it's the, the devil's trilogy. rejects trilogy, trilogy shit. Yeah. So it's just like, it's kind of, have any of you guys seen it? I don't think it's out here. It was yet. limited release. Um, there was yeah. it was they did the limited showing last week. I saw that Regal's going to have it on October fourteenth, I believe. Yeah, so it's it's. Pri- like I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, I, I, I Toby did see it. Did he? He said hmm. it was. He said it was fucking awesome. Um, see, I've I've heard both. I've heard it's awesome. I've heard it's terrible. Wow. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand it. You don't fucking understand. Yeah, it, I, you know? I think I personally think it's going to be awesome, but. It's hard to tell. So what you got? We're out of skateboarding, bro. Yeah, you have anything you feeling on this, Tyler? So it's all you, Nick. All right. So, 
So considering Rob Zombie, I don't know like how really he's tied in with skateboarding, if he did it when he was younger or not, but there is this huge rumor going around that he hates skateboarding and he hates the youth because in Connecticut, while he was on tour, the, um, the town he lived in, they built a skate park like, I don't know, 30 yards from his house with metal ramps. So I don't know if you've ever heard a skateboard on a metal ramp. It's fucking noisy as hell. So apparently he comes home and he's like, what's all this racket? He thought they like, had a construction site by his house. Finds out there's a skate park and he and his wife petitioned to get the skate park moved or relocated. And so everybody just started this rumor that he hates the youth and he hates skateboarding and all this stuff. So all that really came out about it was they just um, reduced the hours of operation of the skate park so it didn't go on so late. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that like there's this there was this huge thing. He had like multiple interviews and multiple like you know like like I said interviews of just him having to defend himself that he doesn't hate the youth. <laughs> he doesn't hate skateboarding. Which it's I thought was kind weird. of it's loud. It <laughs> echoes only be about metal ramps. Kids. Yeah, exactly. So but it's like oh he hates kids. Like, metal ramps echo. It's not. I wouldn't want this shit by my house either. And I found something else out really funny that I think you guys are going to get a kick out of. In 1998, Rob Zombie was actually teaching Jamie Foxx how to do ollies to help promote the MTV Sports and Music Festival because they had a commercial for it, which me and Tyler watched earlier. It was pretty funny. Hysterical. <laughs> Definitely not so, real. So basically, they sh- they portray... Obviously, they only show the feet, that you know, because it's, it's obviously not Rob Zombie ollieing over a wheelbarrow. And then they show <laughs> Jamie Foxx ollieing, and he, like you think he's going to go over the wheelbarrow, but he just goes over like a... Six inch flower, it's like a growing out of the tulip crack or the something. Yeah. Just like, Oop. so I thought that I was thought, pretty I funny. That he was though, like the guy that Ali over that shit. I mean, he could be, but they don't. Uh, the way it was filmed, but obviously, whoever filmed that so. probably doesn't know how to film skateboarding. So that could be true too. But, but I mean, I kind of, I, looked... I kind of doubt it because the wheelbarrow is not that low to the ground, and I feel like I've been skateboarding twenty four years, and I feel like it would still, you know, I would have to put my all into Ali over something. Some that big, yeah, yeah, that, that big and, and that wide, like that tall and that you know that wide. It's just yeah. the way the way it's shot. I'm like, it That's just screams that it was trick photography. It was a pretty funny commercial, though. The fact that, that like, because I oh, I thought they were gonna have Jamie Foxx ollie over the uh, wheelbarrow. But I'm like, yeah, how have fun. I never seen this? Also, before? How, like, it's amazing. How the hell did they match up Jamie Foxx and Rob Zombie for this commercial? But <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, I was just curious. I mean, that just seems like an odd couple. You know, I feel like Rob Zombie needs to put Jamie Foxx in a movie. You there know? you go. That time, not that he can afford him, but yeah, right. You know, <laughs> do your boy a favor. He taught you how to fucking ollie. You know, like <laughs> the least you can do be in a movie. I don't know, man. I think that he kind of like he's earned some respect by now. No, he has. Wait, sure. Which one? But the other part of that, both. Is like, I mean, Jamie Jamie Foxx. Has my utmost respect. I, yeah, he's I, a brilliant actor. Like from uh, what he came from to what he's now, from like, in Living Color to now. No, oh, yeah, but, but he was he was an incredible comedian, and he still is. And like what he, he's done all the drama shit. Like that dude is a badass motherfucker. Like we should do an a- actually episode of Jamie Fox because he's that would be pretty cool. He's fucking brilliant. But the fact that like there's that connection, like that'd be cool. That'd be a cool, epi- like a cool thing to do. Yeah. So like, Rob Zombie a, has received some kind of an early 1900s horror movie going on there somewhere. Dude, like Rob's, if Rob Zombie made a 
I mean, I don't know how to really compare this, but like a Django style film, like you said, like 1800s or just like earlier. Like a Western? Yeah, like a Western, Western like horror. A horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. That'd be rad. Yeah. There you go, Rob Zombie. Write that script. So some other, <laughs> some other relations with skateboarding and Rob Zombie, which is a pretty weird thing that you think, I never realized it would be related at all. So he actually, I guess his music though, you know, it's been in a couple. It was I, apparently he had a song in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. I couldn't, I don't know what song. I couldn't find anything on it, but that's the rumors I heard. Huh. And then he had songs in uh, three different skate videos. A couple that were pretty big um, in the professional skateboarding world. One I haven't heard about. So the first movie that I haven't heard about is called Zen Replay. Um, like I said, I've never heard of the skate movie. I don't know. I'm gonna watch it now. But the intro song to House of a Thousand Corpses is the intro to that skate movie. So I think that's pretty cool. Because me and Tyler checked out the song, and it would fit in the skate video for sure. It would, and House of a Thousand Corpses already said it, but Rob Zombie did, like, everything for it, yeah. <laughs> including making the music. Yeah. Right. And then uh, one of my favorite skate videos growing up was Hookups Destroying America. I'm sure, Tyler, you remember that one? Definitely. Classic, classic yeah. movie, that one. But... um. His song Dracula was in that in that movie, and then another. This this movie was huge, like for because Birdhouse team at the time was huge. So Birdhouse skateboards had the end, which was in I think what was that nineteen ninety nine Tyler, but or that maybe sounds maybe right. a little bit later. But I think it was ninety nine. No, the, it was it wasn't two thousand. Yeah, I was on no. the radio then. So like I I was off. I was in, I was like ninety seven and ninety nine on the radio and like. All of his big hits were then, so like, it might have been ninety seven. So yeah, it had been it had to been ninety eight or ninety nine. I, yeah. I, I feel like it was ninety nine. But so his song "Super Beast" was in the end. I'm not sure which part. I should have probably looked into that, but I, I'd have to look too because like "Super Beast" was that "Why Zombie" or was that "Rob Zombie"? I you have to look. I'm not 100 percent sure on that one because like ninety nine, he was he was just doing Rob Zombie solo shit by then. I feel like this this movie was definitely ninety nine because that was the era. That's just the golden era of skateboarding when Andrew Reynolds was blown up. You I'm know, gonna say Tony Hawk was still... doing the 900 in the X Games or somewhere around there, maybe a little bit before the I'm 900. Say it was but... still Light Zombie, honestly. But I thought so, it was pretty... so. It was 97 then. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. so. But that's a it's a classic classic movie. There doesn't isn't there like a gorilla or a monkey that like steals a beer from Andrew Reynolds in that movie? <laughs> no, they get drunk together. Or they get, yeah. <laughs> Silly. And then the monkey breaks a beer bottle over Andrew Reynolds' head. Oh, that's what it is. And that was like <laughs> a famous monkey. He was in like other like commercials and movies and stuff. Yeah, like they train remember? this oh. monkey like, yeah. hey, you need to break this beer bottle over this dude's fucking head. Yeah. It but, did it. That's <laughs> crazy. It's pretty cool though. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's uh, Rob Zombie. Like he, uh, you know, that motherfucker did it. Like, he did it right. He did it like he came out from working class. He did it like he smashed it. Like, just, he loved film. He loved art. He loved that film noir. He loved that, like, vaudevillian craziness. Like, the dirty, gritty, like, old school film. And, uh, you know, like, he talks a lot about, like, wanting to be an astronaut. Wanting to be a fucking this, that, that, that. And he just, the guy just fucking does it. And, like, huh. You know, he made, he makes movies the way he wants to make fucking movies. And like, he could have made, I think, the way, the, the way that I take it, and he kind of says it, but he's like, he could have made a million things and made millions of dollars, but he just makes movies the way he wants to make fucking movies. And like, if that costs him a little bit more money, 
then he's fucking fine with that. Stick and like, to your guns, man. That's that's an impressive fucking theme in that in that genre. Because like in any genre, actually, well, it's super but, respectful. I mean, because that's that you know that stuff's gonna represent him for you know for the rest of his life or even after he's passed on. That's his pieces of work. That's his you know. And what what I want to see, which is weird that it hasn't happened yet, which in my mind it seems so simple and like. The next natural progression is a grindhouse double feature with him and Eli Roth. Heck I would, yeah. I would love to fucking yeah. see that. So grindhouse I, too. Thanksgiving. I'm, grindhouse too. Yeah, I would, man. I, I'm saying it here first. Like I've not, I'm not seen or read anything. I, I'm saying it right now, and I'm gonna hashtag grindhouse two right here because that would be brilliant. Because those two dudes, slasher, crazy, like violence or horror films. Those dudes are the two dudes that really fucking do it. And it's just like, they just really encapsulate what that fucking genre is and do it the real way. I would love to fucking see that shit. And I I can't see why Tarantino... Because Tarantino and Romero obviously see something in both those dudes. And why that hasn't been done yet, it blows my mind. Had the, uh, had the the first one done better that probably would have been a thing they didn't want it to do better they did it did just what they wanted to do like blow people's fucking minds because you know what like they paid for most of that shit themselves so like fuck it because fucking uh planet terror and and death proof were both brilliant films but you know what people they're they're of both those directors they're like they're lower on their fucking rankings oh yeah but they're both super brilliant films, and it's just like I would love to see, like, like fucking oh, Eli, Eli Roth's awesome. Eli Roth, God damn that dude is just oh he's worse than Rob Zombie. Like his shit fucks <laughs> me up worse. That fucking like that green uh, what's the, the Green Inferno? Oh, but when they fucking roast that, <laughs> oh, uh, he's so good at that shit. <laughs> fucking goddamn. I, I don't even know what to say about that guy. Like, I would like to see Rob Zombie make a zombie movie. Yeah? <laughs> That's what I would like to see. And I'm not saying that because of his last name. I'm saying it because of the way he shoots and how real it is. Gritty and I would gross, really yeah. like to see that. And maybe even better if it takes place in a fucking carnival. I don't know. <laughs> zombie carnival? Yeah. What if there was like animal zombies elephants become no i just i want to be like the grindhouse double feature both those motherfuckers where they cross over just like the fucking first one did we can have both our ways but i agree some zombies in that shit fuck it yeah god damn planetary was um, i don't know with the two trailers if they're gonna be true to it the trailers where where was the ss that shit was fucking bad yeah and thanksgiving day or thanksgiving day no it was thanksgiving thanksgiving it was thanksgiving that was eli ross with the killer turkeys right (laughs) well i don't think i don't think that a real thing i want to watch that well never got other than the trailer we can look up we can look up the grindhouse trailers yeah it's on youtube so anyway if you haven't seen the grindhouse trailers check those out um if you don't know who Rob Zombie is, you've been living under a fucking rock, but whatever. Um, Chances are you've heard something from him music-wise. Well, fuck it. Like, even, if, even if you haven't seen the movie. The thing is, like, he did... His, his movies are pretty out of control. He did his music shit because he fucking wanted to, and he, but it, he ultimately wanted to do film. That's why he directed all of his fucking music videos. And sure. Stuff. So, like, 
it was just a stepping zone for him, just like anything else. Like, the dude is just fucking great. Like, he's done whatever he's fucking wanted to, and he he just keeps doing it. Like, And him and his wife have been together for, like, 20 fucking years, and they work together, and she's in most of his movies, like Sherry Moon. Like that. I was going to say, she's in all, all, the, all of his movies. Al- almost all of them, yeah. But, but the, like, the only ones that she wasn't in was the two Halloweens. But, like, I actually think she was She in, was in... She's one of the main the characters second, in the first two. Is she in the second one? Is she in the first one, too? I, think I don't think she was. Oh, I was talking about how she's in the corpse. second one when no, the, they have the like all the, all the scenes the with characters. the white horse. She's standing up like in a white dress. Oh, is that her? And the yeah. white horse thing oh, becomes a thing, okay. like, I think just in the second one. But you know what? Like, but, again, he's doing what the fuck he wants to do the way that he wants to fucking do it. Which I admire a million, like, again, with James Gunn. Like, James Gunn just does what the fuck he wants to do, and he got a bad rap from things that happened 20 years ago, blah, blah, blah. A director who just does shit fantastically and is a good director, I ha- they have my full support. That's That shit's amazing. And the guy loves all the things I love, all the old vaudevillian shit, like all the old horror movies, like Creature in the Black Lagoon. Like he like he collects old fucking like horror movie shit. Like you actually put that shit on my my computer, the other dude. Day. They just put it on Blu-ray. Yeah. And it's fucking dope. <laughs> like it's that 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 shit from the old days is so fucking good. It's so brilliant and like that just the computer generated stuff. It does its job. It does its thing. But like it's a tool. It's not meant to do an entire movie. Yeah, I don't think and, so. Like, like, that's what I love about Abrams, is, like, that motherfucker builds entire sets to avoid that shit. And, like, that's why I, I people talk shit about J.J. Abrams, but, like, he just, he does it the right way. He, he uses it as a tool, not as a fucking band-aid to fix your garbage fucking film. And that's what okay. it's made for. And that's what I love about Rob Zombie. He just, like... Um, we're gonna barely fucking use that shit. So good for him. Shout out to Rob Zombie. Go see his new film. I can't wait to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I, I want to see October fourteenth. Let's all plan on it. Was Seven p.m. on a. Yeah, I think there, it was a Monday. There has been a limited release, but it is called Three from Hell, and it's the it's the final of the trilogy from the Devil's Rejects House Thousand Corpses trilogy thing. Um, yeah, I'm stoked as fuck. I think it's gonna be fucking good. So. I agree. I, I did. I did see one. I, I know one person who has seen it. And they said it was great. So, right. and somebody who like that person hates. Oh, Toby doesn't like anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Like, I th- I, I'm I'm stoked to see it because I mean that shit's freaky as fuck. Goddamn. Then. So anyway, uh, he was one of the first ones to use that as a use Comic Con as an advertising platform for for movies in general. The San Diego Comic Con. So the actual real Comic Con, right? But you know, um, that's what it is. Like, that's why we do this podcast. I think is because we all love film. We all love like what it makes us feel and what it makes us see and like believe and all that kind of shit. Like, I just think that uh, the craziness of CGI has kind of ruined a lot of a lot of shit, but like, there's still good films that come out, and this might be one of them. Like, it's like, it's like, I, I think of like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, 
those were brilliant. But then, like, the Hobbit trilogy was fucking garbage because it was, like, almost all CGI. It was, like, fucking really rough. And that's, that's a good example. It's, like, it wasn't good. It wasn't written well. And so it just... I wouldn't necessarily say the writing's bad for it, but the style of film, the two it, movies don't, they don't hold up next to each other. That's the thing, there's three movies. That's oh, the problem. The, yeah, that, that, that <laughs> is the, the problem. That's with, the problem, it should have been one fucking been, movie. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's the point, it's just like, when you love film, you love film, so, go, mm-hmm. if you, if you haven't seen some of those old, like, those old, old, like, 1930s, 1940s, 1950s films, go fucking see that shit, like, Nosferatu, show's creepy as fuck, good stuff. <laughs> That that actor did awesome. his shit. Fucking the original King Kong. Bela Lugosi. Bela right? Lugosi. Yeah. yeah. Right. That is him. Yeah. The original King Kong. I, mean, I have that on DVD. It's, it's kind it's of so good. It's kind of like you're like oh my gosh. It's kind of but but you know what? Well, it was, it like was making well, that shit out of paper and stuff. But it was it, it was well so it good. was well fucking done, man. Like the fucking original Dracula, the original fu- creature of the Black Lagoon, like the werewolf, the original werewolf movie. Like like I mean, man, they, those those things are like. They're brilliant films that, like, some of those things don't need remade because they were just done right the first time. But fuck it. You know, like, I think that people just, like, are trying to take advantage. Like, the, was it the, the new, the new movie, movie monster thing they were trying to do with Tom Cruise with the mummy? Oh, the dark universe. Yeah. Yeah. Man, like, just do them, like, as a monster movie. Don't try to make him like there's some superhero in that shit. Like, yeah. just do him as a monster movie, the man. Dark Universe had possibilities to become a thing, but and they fucked it. They just did too. They put too much weirdness, or they tried to put too much emphasis on the second part of the Mummy movie. How they left some of the this, uh, what was it, Doctor Jekyll, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde parts of it. If they would have held back on some of that, they probably would have worked out okay. But they put too much of that in the first movie to make it work. That's the thing. They fucking ruined it, man. Yeah. And that's what, you know. That's why we're not getting, that's why we got. But. What's his name? Or, uh, what's his name's, uh. But, oh, shoot. Delicio del Toro. That's why we got, um, his, uh. Gosh, the fish movie. Oh, uh, not the fish movie. Yeah. The, the, what's the one he won all the awards for? I can't remember that. It won Best Picture like two years ago. Oh, The Shape oh, of no, Water. The Shape of Water, yeah. It's not Benicio Del Toro. Oh, uh, which a- Del Toro was it then? Benicio's the actor. Guillermo. Gu- Guillermo Del Toro. Guillermo. Shape of Water. He wanted to do Creature from the Black Lagoon, but that didn't work out. Did he, though? He did. No. For sure. You're making... That, that's No, that's what he wanted to do that's for spe- the Dark that's Universe. speculation. But yeah. here's the deal. When it comes down to it, you got to get to a point where, in that whole situation, with like all like the dark universe stuff, or yeah, you understand that like just just film in general is just you have to you have to have good writing, and it, well, no matter me, no, regardless what it is, yeah. no, but that's but that's the thing is like. No matter of fucking CGI is gonna make a good film. You know, I mean, there are good movies. There are movies that use it just fine. You know, but, but the practical ri- effects but, but are the, king. But you're right. But the writing. But the writing was good. Oh yeah. That's the thing. Is like if you don't have good writing, you can't. It doesn't matter. No matter special effects are gonna fix that shit, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. 
It's just, they're just not. There's no matter of, you, you can't fix, you can't polish a fucking turd. <laughs> like, literally, you just can't, you know, like. Uh, you know what I watched recently that I didn't, was not a fan of at all? It has nothing to do with Rob Zombie whatsoever, but The Goldfinch? Boring. Oh my god. That sucks because I loved that novel, so I want to see it, so don't ruin it for me. Okay, but like, stop. But you also might, you might, you might have hated the, well, you don't read, you don't know how to read, so it's That's not true at all. I read lots of things. Mm. <laughs> we do. <laughs> but that movie is boring. But again, I mean, what, what can you do? You know, like, the only thing that I can see is like, you know, it would have made billions of dollars, but nobody will ever fucking do it. Besides huh. what we just said, Grindhouse. The read the remake, the, the return of the Grindhouse films, yeah. Besides that, right. like if fucking like the MGM monsters, if they would have done all that stuff and then done a Monster Squad, like a reboot Monster Squad, that'd be awesome. That would have made a that would have made so much money. The return of the Monster Squad would have been great. If that would have been their ending. That's what they would have led to. That would have been so awesome. Right? It's done a fucking like Avengers situation with like the Monster Squad reboot. What about Ice Pirates? That'd it's a different a cool thing. Reboot, right? It's a different Suck, kind of thing. Suck seven dicks, Tyler. I'm like, God damn it. Do you not like the Monster Squad? That's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> Another 80s movie that's awesome. I'm like 50% on 80s movies. I like some, but... Okay. Yeah. Let's do let's do a quick run through. Lost Boys. Awesome. Just and it, it's just one it's black or white, one hundred percent or zero percent. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Not everything is black and white. No, the, we're just, <laughs> thumbs no, up for the Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Yeah. Thumbs up for sure. Okay. Thumbs up. Real genius. It's awesome too. Thumbs up. Yeah. War games. Also awesome. Is that the Broderick one? Yep. yep. Thumbs up. I'm not going to vote unless I've seen it. License to Drive. <laughs> I like that one, too. I don't know if I've seen that one. It's the Corey's, man. Corey Hamer like, steals his dad's car. And, like, can yeah, I've seen that Grandpa's car. Thrashing. Thrashing? Thrashing's I give a thumbs up, but only because I give Rad thumbs up as well. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Between Thrashing and Gleaming, Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the Cube yes! gets a thumbs up. That's a double <laughs> thumbs up. Double thumbs up on Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> I just had to throw the only two I could think of out there. <laughs> just because they're tied within the skateboarding. Man. I mean, Goonies is obviously oh, thumbs up thumbs for all up. of us, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. It goes without saying. How 80s do we want to get? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Back <laughs> to the Future. Thumbs yeah, up. That's a thumbs up. Well, no shit. I mean, Revenge of the Nerds, though. Two thumbs up. Yeah, that's a thumbs I think I remember liking I the remember second the one better. One. How do you like I the second one? There's less like... boobs in the second one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was that uh, one? And there's no boobs. push at all in the second one. For hey, what's sure. th- what's that one with the the robot girl and the something science or... Weird science? Weird science. Weird science. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Couldn't think of the name. Short Circuit? Also awesome. One and two. I like both those, yeah. Is that a thumbs when up? he turns gold on the second one. Dang, I need to watch great. a lot of these movies. Police now, Academy. Oh, I love Police Academy. Academy. Any of them. One through yeah. 19. <laughs> awesome. Not all 80s movies, but still awesome. Right. You can tie them all in the 80s, just because that's where it started. I mean, sure. even like 16 Candles was fucking fuck really good. No, all those huge movies, yeah. Breakfast Club. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Oh, Ferris Bueller. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. 
We could have an 80s episode at some point. We will. We'll do an all 80s episode. It'll be like nine episodes. But, like, (laughs) here's the deal. Jeez. Real film is real film. Like, you gotta fucking love your shit. You gotta, like, the writing's gotta be good. Like, you can't fucking CGI yourself out of a fucking bad movie. You just can't do it. And I think that's why Marvel, like, we always come back to, like, comic movies, but, like, I think that's why Marvel's done so well is because the writing's been so good for so long. And that's what struggles with DC is that, like, the writing struggles. Mm, as far but, as their film side of things, I guess we'll see what Gunn does. We'll see how this Birds of Prey goes um, from there, I what guess. About the, what about the fucking Birds of Prey? Yeah, like, what, what do you think about that? You know, I don't know yet. I man. think it'll be fine. I'm, I'm real worried about not enough black mask in the mask. Yeah, because they show, they show him in the fucking preview without yeah. his mask on. I think that's going to be It's like, oh, because it's Ewan McGregor, right? Uh, yeah. And he's, they show him in the preview he, as Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Without the fucking black mask on. Yeah, I think I'll be a problem. So already you're fucking it up. I may be solo in this statement, but I'm really excited to see Joker. I'm not. Yeah. Again, I'm not. Because, you know, here's why. And I, we've said it how many episodes ago when that, that shit first came out. Like you're humanizing. Three. You're humanizing the biggest great one of the greatest villains in the DC universe of all time it's too much the that's re- why I want to see no <laughs> the reason that he is who he is is because that he is not human he is basically pure evil pure insanity pure craziness and you're humanizing him making him like all the shit that he does it's like oh I just got picked on the subway a few fucking times <laughs> fuck off eat seven right. dicks that shit's fucking stupid I'm so not even going to watch the movie. We'll see when it happens. I'm no. going to go see it. I'm going to see cool. it. Cool. I yeah. hope you guys I'll watch it. it. I hope you like it. <laughs> I like Joaquin Phoenix. But you know what I like? I love Joaquin Phoenix, so... I like blowjobs from Tyler's mom, but you know what? He doesn't, so we're all we're on the same page of it, so... <laughs> I like... That's because we're related, bro. I like putting... <laughs> whatever. I like putting Jeez. Tyler's foreskin in whatever. capsules. I like Full circle, baby. Full circle. Full circle, and it is a full circle, literally. (laughs) All those movies with... Good boy. It's more of a brown star. Uh, A loose brown star. Uh, A leather Cheerio, I think is what you're looking for. Uh, A stink wrinkle. Gross. (laughs) Well, Well, I guess there's a good way to close. Good job. (laughs) The dirt button. (laughs) How many else do we got? Dirt wait, wait, rusty wait, Cheerio. Wait. Rusty Cheerio. What did I say? I thought oh, it was leather that. Cheerio. Oh, no, it's it ru- was leather it's Cheerio. Rusty something. Rusty squeeze box. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> rusty squeeze box. I'm just mixing things together now. It's rusty bullet hole. <laughs> rusty bullet hole. <laughs> Turd cutter. Prison oh, purse. Chocolate starfish. Crusty O-ring. Is it a prison wallet? Uh, the prison wallet sure is just a one as well. That's your intestines, I think. I think it's just in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, you're yeah, you're on you're on it. <laughs> I can't read the bottom one. Oh, says, I was like, dude, you have oh you just gosh. got new glasses. What's going on over there? Texas chili churro. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The Texas chili, ch- well, Texas chili churro, bro. Dude, yeah, it has like stars over the the last words. So I can't. Dude, is there? I mean, any- yeah, that's all I can make out. Texas chili churro. But if you if you picture a churro, then I don't mean I don't need to elaborate. You can kind of see where I'm going with that. 
Maybe Rusty Squeezebox is the best in this case because they don't know what it is. I think Balloon Knot is my favorite. Oh, dude, that is solid. Because I think Balloon Knot's my favorite. I think because everyone, like, in any age can picture what a Balloon Knot looks like. Yes, of any age. And that's what buttholes look like, Balloon Knots. <laughs> yeah, and then when you... Where, do you, where are you at, CBS? What are you, what you right, to, what's your input? Everything what's your input, dude? You, you have to fill in. You have one, CBS. I can see it. Okay, here's see, see what? So I anyway. can see you having one stacked up in there. Mm. Blue no. No, just uh, some butthole reference. <laughs> I'm good. Anyway. Cheers. Fuck this week. The only thing that's cool right now is that, like, I like this podcast. I like my pets. They're pretty cool. I do miss Link a little bit. Like, Link used to be on that printer, like, snoring, being all crazy. I miss him, like, on a regular basis. He's a rad motherfucker, right? Wiping his face yeah. on my shoulder and yeah. stuff. And, like, He's being all crazy. He's a rad motherfucker. Dude, that looks Link like was jelly like, on my shoulder. What's going on? He was like, God damn, Link, chill out. He's just like... <laughs> Dude, that could... <laughs> Could have been your secret ingredient to hot sauce, dude. Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. But, but he was right as fuck, right? But yeah, like, I didn't. Really yeah. right. But anyway, this podcast makes me smile. Hanging out with my friends. Talking about movies. Just, just, doing, just doing good shit, you know? Just uh, bullshitting. But uh, thanks, Rob Zombie. You're a good motherfucker. I, I appreciate everything you do. Um, if you haven't, follow us on... Uh, go to the Apple... Thing and Apple follow podcast, us. Follow iTunes. us there. Follow us, iTunes, and like leave us a review, please. Um, we need to get some more followers. Um, send us messages. On, we like, still need to get on Spotify. We're still not on there. Yeah, Seriously, yeah, we are actually. I was there on there. We are on there. Really? Yeah, we're on Spotify for sure. Josh, I just uh, started representing on, on cool. my my Instagram bio. <laughs> I'm not. Oh yeah, I see it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm trying to talk and finish yeah. this podcast. Uh, no, I'm just trying to show you the links, dude. I do. I will say this: um, White Clock and eat seven dicks because, like, they're all of a sudden like in Grand, where we're from, super popular. And I feel like that we had a huge part of that. Oh, we had oh, like definitely eighty percent a part, like of massive. It. I get like nine memes a day of people who like, oh check it out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like fuck off. I don't even drink that shit anymore. Tyler, pretty sure TF's the first one to give me a white claw. Because I didn't know what it was until he's like, <laughs> I don't drink beer, I don't drink beer anymore. I'm like, what? Tom you? showed it to me, right? And then I showed it to you. Oh, see, I always thought you. Tom took it to you guys. And then we showed Tom it. showed it to me before anybody. Oh, wow. Look we at showed that. it to the world. You guys did. But, straight up. So movies, but before we end up, like, movies coming out real quick. Like, what are you guys excited to see? Oh, God. Doctor Sleep for sure. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Um, I still need to see it too. But Rise, uh, Rise of Skywalker, I'm excited. To Josh, I heard you think the Peanut Butter Falcon. I really want to see that. That's really fucking good. I really want to see that. Um, yesterday came out on uh, digital. It's really good. I like that a lot. Uh, what the fuck else is that? I'm blanking on some shit right now. I don't know the new Terminator movie. That oh, does yeah. actually look good. The I'm excited. For that. I'm, re- I'm really excited for that too. I'm curious because like the newest trailer I saw, Linda Hamilton's like at the end of this, I will, f- I'm, I am going to kill you, and he's like, fair <laughs> enough. To Arnold, so I'm curious what that's that's all about. That's interesting to me. Is Arnold in it? 
course. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, but, but, she, but, but she says that to the trailer. So I'm curious so. about that because, like, she I was. I think the last one has too much stuff on it. But, yeah. It's good, though. Ad Astra, I'm stoked for that. That looks fun. The new Rambo? Heck yeah. Yeah, that does look really good. That'd be great. Very violent. Little, I feel like it's a little short as far as run length, but I guess you, we'll see. Did you watch it? Not yet. No. Apparently, Jay and Silent Bob comes out October 15th. And what? It's, that's what IMDb says. Really? No, I saw, I saw something for that not too long ago. I don't know. if It kind of seems like it's they're going to try too hard to make it funny. Yeah, so it might sure. be. A, a, I thought the trailer was being, shit. That's what so. I'm saying. It might end up just being super cheesy. Uh, the lighthouse. We already said that, but that comes out in less than a month. Um, Zombie Land. Zombie Land Two. Yeah, Two. Was good. Heck yeah. So I'm thinking. Um, we haven't really talked about it a ton, but I think like for the month of October, I don't know how many episodes we're gonna get in, but I'm thinking of do like a horror a horror movie month. Not horror, but like a horror movie <laughs> month. There's a bunch of movies about whores. There's <laughs> a lot of those. What do you guys think? Oh my god! You could just we could do a a they porn a we could do a Pornhub episode. A Pornhub episode. Yeah. And then what all these are? Can I just be like the 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 shot the shot boy for those episodes, just so I can listen from an outside perspective? I'm not saying horror boy. Oh, I mean, Christmas Day, boy. 1917. Yeah, there is a new movie. 1917, I'm so proud. I actually did see the new Black Christmas fucking uh, trailer last night, actually. It's actually already out. It's on, it's on the two movie. Yeah. I, I, that's what I was saying. Like, it, just, it just made me think of it. I was like, what a great Christmas movie. I love Christmas. And I was like, <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. Oh, um, and Carrie, Carrie Elways is in it. Hmm? And I left out a tidbit of news that would be a funny closer. Okay. <laughs> There's rumors of a Princess Bride remake, and someone asked Carrie Elways what he thought, and he said, there's a shortage of perfect movies in this world. It would be a pity to damage this one. Take that. I agree with him. Yeah. Another great 80s movie. Not a great actually, 80s movie? No, actually, said, yeah. Another Maybe one of my movie. favorites. It's one of the greatest movies I've ever great. made. It's awesome. Yeah. Princess Bride is brilliant. Hell yeah. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Take us out, Tyler. Uh. <laughs>